This is Judge Dredd. I am the law. Do you betray the law? Do you betray the law? Do you betray the law? Welcome back, everyone, to the Dreadful Cyberpunk cast. My name is Andy. And I am PK. And we are here to read, react to, and review comic books about dinosaurs for some reason. <laughs> Mostly well, about dinosaurs. We've been reading a lot about dinosaurs recently, I'm not going to lie. One specific dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, his whole family tree. <laughs> Satanus. The Black Beast, the Twice Born, <laughs> Lord the Son of Dead, the Unchained, Son of One Eye, uh, Old One Eye, Old One Eye. Um, no, we are here to read, react to, and review the original Judge Dread Progs. Uh, and in this episode of the podcast, which by the way, we're quickly approaching our thirtieth episode. Holy shit! I know, right? We've done this thirty times. It's kind of crazy. It's also kind of sad that I've only posted like seventeen of them online. I really got to get on that. I know. Um, <laughs> who knows when this will be released? Next summer, probably. Um, we got an issue number, I don't know, 31 by the time it comes out. Probably. Um, that being said, uh, yeah, we're almost at probably 30 parts of this thing. Wow. So we've 30 done, weeks? We've almost been doing this for a year. Yeah. Two weeks yeah. in a year. We've done, if you think about it, three issues per podcast, right? So this is issue 90-ish? We're right around 80. Okay. Is the thing. Because we have done, oh, like... Oh, yeah. We, we had a couple done. extra ones in there. Yeah. Um, we, we had, had our, like, Extended uh, Universe. We had our first one. Walter the Wobot. We had our episode zero. Walter the... I I almost forgot about the Walter the Wobot episode, and now we're back to it. I so. miss Walter the Wobot a little bit. We're, we've been gone for him for quite a while, haven't we? Yeah. We're in the middle of this Cursed Earth epic storyline, 25-part series, um, which is 10 parts longer than our longest-running series, which was the Robot Wars. Um... But this episode of the podcast, we are going to be focusing on progs 80, 81, and 82, effectively Cursed Earth Part 20 through 22. Um, PK, what do you remember about last time besides Satanus Rex? Obvi we all know. We all know. We all we've talked about Satanus Rex. Today. We know. Um, so we're going to clone him and talk about him again. Um, <laughs> I remember, I remember Las Vegas. I remember the God Judge. I remember the, uh, I remember Judge Dredd throwing a little shit fit. <laughs> it's true. It's and true. Uh, I remember some predictions I made about how it's going to be. Uh... I have those written down, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so, a quick recap. Judge Dredd fought off Satanus, burned him down in a church, but he lived. Oh, yeah. Um, of course, he hasn't done his I'm... most terrible crime yet. Yeah. The, the, the comic writers predicted that there was an awful thing it would do in the future. Um, but Judge Dredd and the gang did make it to Las Vegas, Nevada, or a future dystopian version of which, which is, has one theme. And I'll give you a, if you remember, what, what's that one theme, PK? Wrestling. I'm so disappointed. No, gambling. Tanks. It's the, yes, tanks, but more so gambling. Um, and we've learned that the mafia had moved in and basically supplanted the judges. Yeah, they, 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 they became the judges. Yeah. Um, and there were judges beforehand, but they basically took over uh, once the Atomic Wars happened, from what we understand. Right. So, that puts us in Nevada, which is past the Rockies, so we're pretty darn close to our destination of Mega City 2, which we know to be in California. Yeah, Nevada borders California. Yes, so. it does. Um, I mean, for those of us who are not taught geography right. much in in, uh, in school, like myself... I like getting one geography lesson... For the U.S. in, like, fourth grade. I think that's about the extent of it, yeah. I remembered it pretty well, so... I could not... If you gave me a map of the U.S., I could maybe get 20. 
I used to go on Quizzle a lot and do that for fun. Yeah. So I'm actually a little good at that. My, funny enough, funny funny side, my brother had a, a, a quiz like that somewhere in, I want to say middle school or even high school. I think it was like early high school. You know, write the names on the states. And they give yeah. you a picture of everything, right? Yeah. How, how many would you guess he got? 30. 20. 10. 11. <laughs> He forgot Michigan. He forgot which, that. Which is the state we live in. It's also a very distinctive shape. I can do ten off the top of my head. You can. He got Maine, Florida, California, Texas, <laughs> like those. He got, like got the outside ones, and he uh, he missed. He, he had he made up a couple states that didn't exist, such ah, as yeah. uh, Kentucky, North Virginia. <laughs> Close! Because it's West Virginia. It's West Virginia. It's Virginia North West Virginia. Virginia. Uh, to be fair, it doesn't make much sense that we don't have a North and South Virginia, really. Um, well, there's only, I mean, there's what? Virginia, West Virginia, North Dakota, South Dakota. Those are only directional states, right? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, what are you going to do? We, we can't, we didn't, we can't just change stuff. We can't just change lines on a map. We should get to this podcast. Holy shit. Um, but last time, Judge Dredd. Uh, was put up on Loser's Leap. Oh, that's right. And he was going to be sentenced to jump by the God Judge. And they had a little, the little, little uh, target on the bottom. They could take bets. They had a giant target on the ground for yeah. him to leap onto, and they were going to bet on where he landed. Because that's the that's the the thing in this town. They, that's the flavor of the town is gambling. They bet everything. Not wrestling. Um, not wrestling. Last Prague, you questioned why Judge Dredd didn't use the small fire escape chute that we saw in Prague 60 called Firebug. I didn't question. I thought maybe he might have. I think, it's just a prediction, he yeah. might have a, <laughs> I have one on him. That'd be pretty funny. That'd be pretty funny. That'd be a good, that not only be funny, in a way out of the situation, it'd be kind of cool world building. Yep. But you also just predicted... Spikes Harvey Rotten is going to save the day. Spikes Harvey Rotten would show up in the nick of time to rescue Judge Dredd, a trope that has... Already been used several times since this journey began. Yes. <laughs> so we're gonna see how close you get here. Alright. Um, we're gonna start off with Prague 80, Cursed Earth Part 20, The God Judge. This prog was released September 2nd, 1978. Our script is by TB Grover, but we know that to be John Wagner. Um, our artist is Mike McMahon, and our letters are done by t John Aldrich. We're picking up right right there, right back right. where we left off. Uh, PK, go for our description here. There's a lot going on. It's super cool. I love it. Uh, it's, like, it's, a, it's like the scene from the from Pirates movies where they have uh, the guy at the end of the plank. Mm -hmm. Tar it's Judge Dredd, yes. obviously. Looking as grim. He's the only and... judge with a helmet on. Yes, this is true. All the other judges don't wear helmets. And I like that they kept the, his, his, his banged up armor. Yes, they have he, good continuity with that. Yeah. Um, he's just standing at the, edge of, at the end of the little plank. Oh, you can even see where one of his like kneecaps, like the the knee pads, have like ripped off. Oh on yeah. One of his legs. And his he's chains. missing a glove on his hand. Oh my God, he is. I, yeah. God dang, he's he's suffered some damage. That's yeah. cool. And uh, he's just and like all the judges are behind him, guns aimed at him. Tommy guns. As they're trying to say, you know, it's time you you time for you to die. Yeah. Spikes um, Harvey Rotten is nowhere to be seen. And we see far down below. A the giant, target. Yeah, the target with a huge crowd of people around it and people looking off of balconies and watching this shit. Um, and uh, if you want to read our narration text here, our, our narrative block, I'd appreciate it because Judge Dredd has a couple lines here. On his journey through the cursed earth, Judge Dredd had arrived, had, had arrived, <laughs> has arrived in Las Vegas, which has been taken over by the mafia. Yeah. 
and turned into a gambling nightmare. This is kind of fair. Kind of fair. After a fight with the god. <laughs> god. Wow. You take your time. Take After your time. After a fight with the god, Judge Lucky Mutiano. Yep. Is that his? Did we ever hear that before? Nope. Okay. <laughs> At the Vegas Hall of Justice, Dredd is forced to take the loser's leap. And Judge Dredd is thinking to himself, grimacing as he looks down over this massive precipice. If they expect me to commit suicide, they can forget it. I'll die fighting. Uh, and one of the people down below yells out, What are you waiting for? Jump! Hunter Krebs says he hits the red circle. So... I wonder if do the Luke Skywalker thing and like jump and then turn around and grab Ooh. and flip back up into the air. Yeah, yeah. That would be cool. That'd be fun. It'd be fun. Let's see how, how, how we get here. Uh, PK, if you want to describe our next panel here real quick. It's Spike Harvey Rodden. <laughs> <laughs> he's hiding. The, he's hiding like on the edge of the building. He somehow crawled out a window. Yep. And he's like going along like, you know, like on the little little windowsills or whatever. Um. In fact, it's hard to tell with this. Oh, he's got a little he's got a little, a little Molotov cocktail? No, it's actually like a controlled joystick from overhead. He is in it it says uh Judge Red, we can see looking down and seeing spikes. Hey, over there, it's Spikes Harvey Rotten. And he's got a fire escape shoot. I was one hundred percent right. It's not the same fire escape shoot. But it's like a fire, like, vehicle, like a mini fire vehicle that they can use to escape from burning buildings. Oh, okay. You are literally right on both sides of the coin. Okay. That's like calling... Fuck like, yeah. That you literally called it, like, the coin to land on its edge. <laughs> That's how crazy that is. I was so blown away when you said that. I had to keep it to myself. I have been reading so much Judge Dredd. <laughs> For the last year, <laughs> that I pretty much know everything. That's you, hey, you say that. <laughs> you say that shit. I. You'll be surprised. I, I mean, can predict every plot turn. We'll see. Well, okay, okay. Where's this gonna go? <laughs> <laughs> where's it? Where's this going? Yeah, Spike. Okay, Spike. He's gonna take loser's leap. Okay. Spike's gonna rescue him with this little remote-controlled drone. Okay. And they're gonna go defeat the god judge in a smarter way with the killdozer or some shit. Okay. Or. Get sentenced and have to go into tank fights or something. Oh, okay, okay. So let's see how close we get there. I made a, I made a tank fight uh, prediction before. I feel like. Oh yes, you did in the last issue because there were tanks originally on the on the cover. Yeah. Um, you said the tanks are gonna be a bigger part of the whole thing. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was not. Um, but we see now, Judge Dread. Uh, we're looking down. Uh from below with the crowd looking up at the pillar yeah. and way in the distance we see Judge Dredd having leapt off of Loser's Leap and this kind of arrow-shaped uh, vehicle zooming towards him. It looks like a hang glider. It kind of does and that is Spike's Harvey Rotten and people are pointing and gesturing and in the background we see safe landing. One million to one odds. So <laughs> a million to one. Yeah. Um, I'll have you read. Go for the people. The guy pointing up there. He's off! Dredd is dead! Wait! Someone with a fire shoot jumping too! And now we zoom in close on Judge Dredd. He's falling and Spikes has like got a really intense look on his face as he's as going he to catch him. His, his friend. They're friends now. They're friends now. <laughs> um, I ordered you to stay on the Land Raiders, Spikes. As he's saving his life. <laughs> that's... Because that's Judge Dredd. <laughs> his life doesn't matter as much as his orders to him. Yeah. Law matters more than his life. Right. Uh, Spikes responds... So I sneaked off for a little fun. Big deal. But if you want to end up as a human pancake, go ahead. Um, <laughs> and you're right. It is like a basically like a hang glider kind of thing. Okay, yeah. Um, 
And uh, we now see Judge Dredd grabbing onto the ankles of uh, Spikes. As they're, they're like gliding away. And Spikes says to him, If you don't, grab my legs! If you don't, don't want to end up as a human pancake. And Dredd is saying, Got him! Now land this thing far away! I've just made a lot of enemies down there. Which is fair. You know, that's fair. Yeah. Um, so, PK, we're going to find out real quick where this is going. We're going to find out real oh. quick. Wasn't there an organization that they, they don't like gambling? The League Against Gambling. That wimpy little guy with glasses. The League Against <laughs> That's a spot-on name. The League Against Gambling is a thing in okay. the city that only gambles. Well, like I said, I, I said it was a Western trope before where they always have, like, you know, the, the League of the league Against Drinking. Oh, yeah. There's and always, like, the, the Protestants. Always, they're always, like, next to the bar, and then the bar fight spills oh, over sorry. into the... Not Protestants. Puritans. Puritans. The fucking Puritans. And the bar fight breaks to the wall and spills over into the into the church meeting. And then that fight... Temperance meeting. That's what... Temperance group. And then the, that fight breaks through another wall, and it's, like, a big ball opera thing. Yeah. And that whole fight continues out into the God, streets. What was the movie where they're, like, in a big bar fight, and it spills through... It literally happens in a Western movie, like a comedy it, or a musical. It, it, <laughs> I'm surprised you don't know this. This is uh, Mel Brooks's. Uh, uh, is it Blazing Saddles? Blazing Saddles. It yes. is Blazing Saddles. It's one of the best parts of the whole. They movie. break into the. They They're break like, into the temple. A bunch meeting. of other. A bunch of other like sets that they go through. It's super funny. Okay. I fucking love that movie. Um, but we see Judge Dredd and Spikes have landed now in some back alley, and Spikes uh, steered to land in a back alley. Wait. Spikes are the land in the back street. There, we see a man, like, pressed up against a corner, leaning oh, over. Oh, he's doing a solid snake thing. We yeah. Peek around corners. Peek around the corner, he's whispering out, and he's got the the letters L-A-G in giant font the on his chest. The League Gambling. <laughs> well, PK, how much sense would it make if, like, the entire city was gambling and you wrote... League Against Gambling on your chest. It wouldn't make much sense. So we It wouldn't make sense to have a League Against Gambling. Yeah. Go literally anywhere else. It's the it's a post-apocalypse wasteland out there. You could There's dinosaurs out there. It's true, but that, that town fed the dinosaurs and was protected by them. There was also people being fed to the dinosaurs who lived That's, in town. That could have been you. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see, we'll see. But this guy is whispering over to Judge Dredd. Psst, come with me, my brothers. I, Rudy, will hide you quickly. <laughs> Good way to introduce yourself, pal. Aye, um, Rudy! Uh, those letters on his chest stand for League Against Gambling. Yell it louder, dude! Spikes, I reckon we can trust him. So, Spikes does not trust him because he was just gambling five minutes ago. This is true. Um, he was g gambling in the Hall of Justice Casino. So, PK, if you want to describe this next panel, I would really appreciate it. Go for it. Go, go ahead. Uh, they're in time. a weird cult room. <laughs> With Deckard Cain from Diablo, uh, <laughs> an accurate, an accurate description. He's 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 got the the, the bald on top, long wig. Like it's the Messiah Moses. Yeah, it's the, it's the biblical. He's also wearing a, a robe with huge sleeves. And he's carrying with him a giant book. Oh yeah, he's carrying a giant tome. I didn't even see that. And we see people. And in the people background. are also wearing robes with LAG written across them. Yep. And and spikes and dread have been brought to this room. Yeah. Um, Rudy led them <laughs> led them underground. To a huge, disused fallout shelter. Look! The Savior! Rudy has brought the Savior! Oh my god, that is a cult. <laughs> uh, someone else? Oh, Judge Dredd. Sorry, I should have done that. Uh, Savior? What's all this nonsense about? To which Rudy replies, Before his execution by those mafia thugs, our great leader, Abner Cobb, made certain predictions. Read them, Linus. 
Uh, Linus, as it turns out, is the wizened old wizard-looking man. The fucking, uh, uh... Moses. What is that, uh... Yeah, uh, oh. What's that Deckard. guy's name from Diablo? Deckard Cain! Is it Deckard Cain? Now I think that Deckard is from Blade Runner. You're right, that is Deckard. Cane <laughs> from, from Diablo. Okay, yeah. Stay a while and listen. listen. That guy. Um, but he is reading from this giant book that says Writings of Abner Cobb on it to Judge Dredd and Spikes. And he says, And lo, out of the east will appear a man in black. His steed will be made of iron and his anger like the roaring of demons. He will smite the chief evildoer in his temple. Uh, and to which Spike, Spike's response, That's right. That's you all over, Dreddy. I'm no savior. But I won't stand by and watch the Mafia making a mockery of justice. Keep talking! So, Do you think Abner Cobb was an actual psychic and actually predicted these things? Uh, I could not find any... 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 Reference to him outside of this. Uh, but Abner. as whether or not this is accurate, maybe we'll see. Maybe this is a huge lore dump. Um, a man out of the East, because he came from the East Coast. Yep. Uh, in black. Yep. He's really mad. He is really mad, and he is a riding steed, a steed, a steed of, of iron. iron. The killdozer slash. And I have to smote, smite the, ev the chief evildoer in his temple. Yep. And now we have a crowd of other members of LAG surrounding Dread and commenting. Uh, a young woman says, Tomorrow the top men in each mafia family hold their yearly gang fight to decide who will be God Judge of Vegas. But the fight is open to any judge. They never reckon that a, a non-mafia judge like you coming in, savior. To which another man responds in the background. It's the big gambling event of the year. If they try to stop you entering, there'll be riots. So, there is apparently... Well, put a pin in that, I don't know. There's apparently different mafia families. Yeah. That's, that's kind of big news, right? That 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 goes in that goes with the with the uh, the trope. So that goes with the flavor of the story. It kind of like a different mafia family becomes like the don or what have you or like yeah. the head of the mafia. It's G gun rules. Whoever wins the tournament gets to rule the 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 space confederate the space uh confederacy of of states or whatever. What is this from? G Gundam? I've I've never watched a Gundam in my life. I'm sorry. G Gundam is the most ridiculous Gundam show. All the all the countries have moved into outer space, mm -hmm. and they're called Neo, whatever the Earth country was. Neo America, shaped like a giant star. There's Neo America, Neo Japan, Neo Russia, Neo. I want to remind you that Gurren Lagann is technically a Gundam, and there's a there's that's a show where people are throwing galaxies at each other. That yeah, well, Gundam is a series. Oh, it's actually like that's not a genre; it's actually no. a series. Yeah, my apology. I thought Gundam was like giant genre. robot. Yeah. No, Mecha is the genre. Gundam oh. is a series within the genre. Oh. Anyway, so, because all these people have abandoned Earth, they use Earth as a giant battleground for who will rule the, the countries in, in space. Oh, so it's literally hell on Earth. Nice. Yeah, and That's people cool. who are stuck on Earth are, you know, just killed in the crossroad. They don't care about them. They're just trying to survive. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So, the, so it sounds really cool and serious, but um, at one point near the end of the series, uh, a giant a character jumps a, a, summons a giant playing card, and like a king of red hearts comes out and stabs the enemy. <laughs> So it's magic, then. It's magic. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, moving along, we see Judge Dredd has hands on hips, looking, scowling over in uh, behind him as Linus, this long, again, wizened gentleman, is reading from the book again. Yeah. So you want me to win the fight against Vegas's ruling judge? What does your book say? And he will join them in battle 
and the slaughter will be terrible to behold. So, so that's right, well. a prediction for the future, shall we? All right. Um, put a pin in that prediction. Next day, every television station in the city covered the big event. So this is. Uh, I'm going to do my best to describe the little pop-out. We have a little pop-out kind of bent panel that looks like a TV screen, so we assume it's like a newscaster. Oh, VTV. Yeah. Vegas Television. That took me a bit to get. Yeah, he has VTV on his on a cap on his forehead. Um, I'm trying to figure out what that was. I will remind you that everyone we're about to hear from, including this announcer, has a thick Italian accent. So get that racism ready. Uh, get that stereotype re- cocked and primed, all right? Um, so the, the announcer... Uh, it says, I'll have you go for him, of course. Here they come, folks. There's Judge Rocco Steeleye and Judge Aldo fighting for the and- Androidine. And- Androidini. <laughs> <laughs> you almost made it. You speak so Androidini. The Androidini family, yes. Fighting for the Androidini family. Judge Rocco's only half mafia. The other half is Vegas Bionics. And we see in the background a... Uh, clearly a cyborg gentleman uh, dressed in the attire of a Vegas City judge and another man with him. Uh, so yeah, the Androidini family. Now we know that there's a different, a different family. <laughs> I wonder what their <laughs> shtick is. Who knows? We'll never fucking it could know. could literally be anything. Androidini. Androidini. We're going to get back to that. That's so dumb. It's so good though. Go for, uh, go for the rest of it. Then we have last year's ruling Lu- Judge Lucky Mutiano is <laughs> too... And his number two, Judge Fingers. If you recall from last frog, Judge Fingers has six fingers on each hand. He has technically seven. Oh yeah, because he has six fingers and one thumb. Yeah, and he's the guy who the super tall judge who backfisted Judge Dredd and knocked knocked out out Judge Dredd in one hit. Yeah, and he's towering over uh, uh, the Don or the the head God Judge Lucky Mudiano, and everyone has uh, Tommy guns or futuristic Tommy guns. Including Judge Dredd and Spikes. Look at those like those Tommy guns from like Bioshock and shit like that. Yeah, they do actually. Just like um, Tommy guns with a whole bunch of cool shit on them. Also, if you can look in the background and kind of the the right upper rightish of the panel, um, we got some cars. Oh yeah, we got some like Coupe de Ville's and some Model T looking motherfucking cars. And the last but not least, we have uh, the announcer uh, says bottom uh, of the page. And the and last the surprise entry. Now he says Judge Dredd here. But I'm, I've been mostly skipping the. Judge Dredd! <laughs> Judge Dredd and Spikes Harvey Rotten from Mega City 1! Spikes Harvey Rotten is allowed to enter? Yeah, you get a plus one, I guess. Okay. Makes sense in some ways. And now we cut to... Uh, you wouldn't take Judge Patton? Oh, Judge Patton's dead. Oh, Judge Jack. Jack. Grad Grind also died. Damn. Jack, Jack's the last one left. And if you recall, he was almost eaten by Satanus. That's right. They had to cut him out. Or- yeah. They had to shoot the chain off because he was being literally eaten by a chain of people. I'm just saying, why take Spikes Harvey Rotten when you have a war droid, you have twerp. Twerk. Not twerk. Twerp. Uh, twerp. Tweak. Tweak is actually his name. Tweak uh, or, a, or a war droid or Judge Grad Grind. But you got to take Spikes. Jack. Jack! <laughs> Spike. So many characters. No, I, I totally get you. That being said, Spikes Harvey Rotten was a gunrunner for the Muti Gang. Yeah, he's so, a, he's very skilled and stuff. But I don't. I, is this like a hand head to head fight, or what are they doing? We're gonna. I mean, they said it was a gang war, right? Uh, so we're gonna find out real quick. They hold their yearly gang fight. I always assumed that was like fucking like uh, West Side Story rules, where they just have to you know dance off. 
Yeah, but it was supposed to be a fight. <laughs> I've never. I actually own West Side Story, and I've never watched it. It's before. really surprisingly good. It's, I'm not a big fan of dance musicals. Me neither. I really am not. But I like that one. I like Bye Bye Birdie. Bye Bye Birdie. I, I, I can appreciate. And I like, uh, you know, what's Grease. that one? No, I don't like Grease. That you don't much. like Grease? I don't really like Grease. I can see that. I can see that. What's that? You know, Luck be uh, late. It's got oh oh them. oh uh, Rat Pack. Guys and Dolls. Guys and Dolls. It's yeah. not Rat Pack. It's Guys and Dolls. It's, well, it's uh, got Marlon Brando and it's got, what's his name, from the Rat Pack, uh, Frank Sinatra. Yeah, Sinatra's in it. So I like um, I like those three, but on the, most of them, I don't really like. I can, I can see that. Um, back to our topic at hand. Yeah. We see Judge Lu uh, Lucky Mudiano is talking to Judge Dredd, and he's saying, go for that thick. We got to get that Italian mobster accent, if you wouldn't mind. You got here on technicality, Dredd, and that's as far as you'll get. I'm going all the way, Lucky. You can't beat the law. The fight was to be fought in cars on the Las Vegas streets. It was not expected to last long. And we see um, a scoreboard here that has oh. Lucky's, his odds are 2-1, to one. Rocco uh, from the Adroidini family, 3-1, to one. and Judge <laughs> Dredd is 10-1. Ten ten to to one. One. And there's a guy, uh says Bill Hill on his forehead. <laughs> They're off! Uh, and, and everyone is running to different coops. Yeah, to different cars. Uh, These look those cool, like, fucking, those gangster movie cars, like, fucking, we this, this bank was robbed by <laughs> <laughs> Nicky Flitz and the, and the Silver Gang. What's the, the John Mulaney That's what I was trying to do. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Southerns and the Suggins Gang. Like, it's totally that. The um, bullets cost, like, 20 for a nickel back then? <laughs> they shoot Suggins Gang into the wall. Um, I actually make a, a, a point and a, a note about these vehicles, so we'll come back to that, I promise. Well, did I say Nicky Flint and the Silver's Gang? That's I, actually pretty cool. I'm going to use that in something. There you someday. go. Make a, make a D&D character. <laughs> Nicky Flint. Um, but Judge Red is yelling, Get this buggy, Spikes! Get this buggy, Spikes! I like that Spikes not only has higher odds than Dread. Oh, oh no, that's Lucky. Yeah, it's Lucky. Never mind. Uh, so they're giving Dread bad odds. Though. Yeah. They clearly don't know him very well. I maybe I should give that, that guy a more Godfather voice. Uh, I liked your voice you gave him. I actually right. did. It was very, I was like, oh, this is a good voice. So don't don't forget it. Alright. Um, we it see... Was deep. It was scary. It was good. Uh, we see a bunch of people... Uh, everyone's kind of betting in a crowd, but Judge Dredd and, and Spikes have taken off, and the other two cars are behind him. Um, and they're heading right for a big billboard that says, Hernando's for Luck. Are those supposed to be dice? And They, they are, look like giant circles. They're, they're perfectly spherical dice on the board. I don't know why. That is a terrible fucking billboard. That's an awful, awful billboard. And the weird part about it is like everything else looks so good. So it's not the artist who drew the panel's fault. Yeah. They deliberately go out of their way to make it look like, yeah, whoever drew this panel, this this billboard in-universe, <laughs> made all. a bad billboard. <laughs> um, it's not it's not bad art. It's bad art in-universe. Yeah, that's very a very good point, honestly. Judge Dredd is saying to Spikes in the car, As I thought, the others have formed a truce until they've eliminated us. Don't worry, Dreddy. Spikes will show them some dust. Watch that billboard. Smash straight through it, and they like drive right into the billboard, spin around while they can't see, and they're, like, they pulling a big do a like, 180. Yep, and we're back where we started. And they're coming back out the hole, driving head on like in a game of chicken against both these other two uh, gangster vehicles. Uh, and one of them says, Coming for us, head on! No! no! 
<laughs> to which Dread responds, Wrong, friend! Dead on! And that's the line. Well done! <laughs> ding, 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 ding! That was the line. I look for him now. Yeah. You gotta look for him. I appreciate that. Wrong, friend! Dead on! <laughs> Fucking not head on. Not head, head on, on, dude. Fucking and and we see Dread is just unloading out oh, of yeah. out of the like the window with his Tommy gun and the other car is just exploding. <laughs> yeah, a few um, well played shots and the and the and the Coupe de Ville. Turns out these old Coupe de Villes are made out of flint and tinder, basically. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this is so good. And uh, as the car is exploding in the background, we see a guy is like crossing off and uh, scratching out Rocco from the list. As someone says, Scratch Judge Rocco from the fight. It's one against one now. And that, there so, goes the Androidini family. So there are only two families vying when Judge Dredd? So Judge Dredd, the Androidinis, and the Mudianos? You got the Mudianos and the Androidinis. That's it? That's Man, all we got time for. When I played uh, Fallout 2... We get into Fallout a lot, but it is dystopian. It's dystopian, and you go to New Reno, which is a, a heavily gambling city. There's like five crime families. Oh, damn. And you can choose to ally with one through five or zero. Dude. You can you can, you can can make friends with all five of them in like the most obscure, esoteric way possible. Interesting. Because, you know, it's usually like you join a faction, every other faction hates you. Yeah. But there's a way to do it. Shantz was telling me about it. Interesting. I, that makes you think of like the fact that Cyberpunk 2077 has a bunch... I know your eyes just light up. Uh, coming out very soon. In fact, PlayStation 5 came out today. today. Yeah. I want one. Dude, I already... I don't, I don't buy products day of anymore. I've gotten burned too many times. Too many yeah. red rings. Um, I'll wait for it to get a little more uh, populous. I, but, yeah, but, but, I mean, I'm looking forward to joining a bunch of different gangs in that universe as well, is what yeah. I was thinking about. But... Uh, we move on to see that the Android, not Android either, they're dead. Um, the, the Mediano family are ch still chasing Dread, and it looks like Judge Lucky, the god judge, is firing a Tommy gun out of his window at Judge Dread's car. Judge Dread's firing back, and they are on like an elevated skywalk. Yeah, they're on like, this platform that's driving upwards. Like one of those, you know, the, the futuristic uh, spirally. Elevated roads with no suspension. Yeah, that, yeah, with no no guardrails, no, nothing around the side. <laughs> it's just, if the you most take, dangerous thing. If there's any rain, or if you take a wrong turn, or look down, you're dead. Yeah, you're just dead. If you stop hitting into the road for one second, dead. You've, you've flown off the road, and you're flying falling for a mile. So they, this is where they're at right now. Uh, go ahead for the uh, narr uh, narration. Narration, if you don't mind. Yeah. For hectic minutes. The two cars play a deadly game of chicken on the Vegas streets. Then... Lucky's right behind us, Spikes, but I've got a way to lose him for good. Slow down the top of this flyover. And, uh... And jump! And they jump out of the fucking vehicle as they're going up a hill, basically. Yeah. Um, so they're standing on the road, and we see now from inside the car where Judge Fingers is driving, you can see his, uh, six fingers on yeah. one of the steering wheels. Um... And Judge, Judge, uh, the God Judge is saying, What the? Their car is rolling backwards towards us. And now we see the car has smashed into their car, and their car is going off the edge. The judge did his favorite thing. Jumped, jumping from a vehicle. Jumped out of a moving vehicle. Yeah. Always. Can't get out of the way. We're being knocked over the edge. And now we cut away to the crowd below in these massive cityscapes, and the little tiny car just dropping. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> so, uh, that's probably the end of them, uh, the Mudiano family. 
Go ahead. Put a pin in this strategy put, for later. Put a pin in it momentarily, yeah. Why do they have to... You know... Anyway. Anyway. Uh, go ahead, PK, for our narration block here. <laughs> that was enough of that. <laughs> the winner, Dread, returned to the Vegas Hall of Justice, which had been turned into a casino by Mafia judges. But... And now we see Dredd is standing there with his Tommy gun, like, in both hands, and there is just a crowd of, of Vegas City judges with their big dollar sign badges all huddled, like, circling up around him with their big Tommy guns. Uh, clearly not looking happy about no, this. Yeah. You expect us to take orders from from you? That dead man's thinking. I don't, but they do. Look. And now we're... It's, go ahead. Oh, my God. <laughs> go ahead. As the fucking the judges from Vegas look around, the League of Gambling has encircled them. The League against They're, gambling. The League against yes, that's, <laughs> that's very important. important. Yeah, the League against gambling has like like surrounded them completely up on a higher ledge. Yep, and they're just like fucking surrounding them. <laughs> and so, one of the judges says, "The League against gambling creeps, hundreds of them." And then Dredd says to them, "Get those uniforms off." You're not fit to wear them. So, uh, the the League Against Gambling, they let off a couple rounds to scare the judges. You heard the judge! And uh, one of the judges below is saying, Okay! Okay! And Dredd is thinking to himself, from off-panel, The League Against Gambling was good enough to handle these mafia rats. All they needed was someone to lead them. So, they could have done this anytime. Anytime. Another pin. <laughs> oh, we're going to put a pin in that. Yeah. Yep, we'll circle back to that. Uh, then, now we see uh, Judge Dredd and uh, Linus, <laughs> and I think Rudy, I think it might be Rudy, are approaching. Rudy was like, the guy who found him. Rudy was the guy who found him in the alleyway. Yeah. Linus is the old... Uh, Linus is Deckard Kane. Not Deckard Kane. I don't know what his name is. Me neither. I'm, Fuck. Go I'm Googling it. Fuck it. I, I, it's going to bother me too much. It's Cassandra Kane, but she's Batwoman from... Or Batgirl from... From the Batman comics. Really? Cassandra Kane? I thought it was uh, Jim Gordon's daughter. There, are, there have been a Barbara lot of Gordon. Barbara Gordon. There's Stephanie There's been Brown. multiple Bass girls? Oh, yeah. Stephanie Brown, Barbara Gordon, Cassandra Kane. I have never heard of uh, anyone except for Barbara the new, Gordon. The new Batwoman. Uh, what's her name? Kate something. She's dating uh, Renee Montoya, who's the question. It is fucking Deckard Kane. It is Deckard Kane. What is the guy's name? It's Deckard... From, uh, from what is, Blade uh, Runner, yeah, Harrison Ford, yeah, it's 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 Harrison Han Ford's, Solo. It, it is it is in fact not Indiana Han Solo. Jones. Uh, Rick Deckard. Rick Deckard. That's Cowboys that and Alien. Dick Record. That's what I always call him though. Dick Record. He worked that dick. <laughs> Wrecking that dick. Anyway, <laughs> right. sorry, I had you were totally right. It was Deckard, Deckard Kane. Kane. Um. Anyways, so we have um. Linus is in the background holding the giant book of Abner Cobb, and Rudy is approaching with the dollar signed cape of the God Judge. Yeah. Um, go for Rudy if you'd like. Oh no, I'll, I'll go for Rudy because Linus speaks, and I love okay. your voice for him. One of the guys found this God Judge gear, Dread. He will take onto him sacred robes, and in all the city, his name will be Dread. Spelled differently. It's D R E A D. So. Abner Cobb was thinking... He probably had this prophecy. And he heard the word dread. And you don't think it's a name initially, right? Kind of makes right. sense. Um, he was a psychic. 
Well, we'll see. Well, I would assume it's hinted. Yeah, it's strongly implied. Well, let's see you here. Dread, however, responds to that the two. I'm already a judge of Mega City One, Rudy. You wear the gear. The League Against Gambling has shown Las Vegas the way to sanity. Now you must finish the job yourselves. So he's turning down the, the position of God Judge because he has a mission to do. Yeah. Know? And he already works for as, as a judge. And like Judge Dredd has turned down positions of power numerous times. Not yet, at least. Well, I mean, they offered him something and he said, I'm better on the street. Uh, he was Marshal of the Moon. He didn't want to do that. He, like, and that was the big one. He was yeah. Marshal of the Moon and he just didn't enjoy the... the the bookwork, basically. Yeah, he's a street judge. He is a street. He wants judge. to murder people on the streets. <laughs> the, the joke we made was, "It's where I pick up sex workers in the street." It's just like we just gave him. It's where I shit in, in the, the street. street. I love that joke. Where um, I live. <laughs> it's, where, it's where I sleep. Um, so now we see Linus is talking to Rudy, and in the background, the Killdozer slash Land Raider is driving off, presumably with Dread and everyone. Um, go for the narration, if you'd like, PK. And so, Dread once more gunned the Land Raider toward the object of his mercy mission, Mega City 2. To which uh, Linus is saying, however... I, I don't understand. The Savior was supposed to remain, our, to remain one score years and four. His memory will, Linus. No one's going to forget the day Judge Dread came to Vegas and won. <laughs> so Next prog. Tweak story. About damn time! <laughs> okay, so that is going to wrap up Prog 80 for us. Um, so, let's let's recap, shall we, PK? Yeah, let's do uh, let's, I got some, some things I want to get off my fucking head. <laughs> Settings and places. Las Vegas has been turned into a gambling nightmare by the Mafia judges. We spent all our time there, pretty much. Characters. We got Lucky Mutiano, the God Judge, leader of the Judge Mafia in the 22nd century of Las Vegas. His name is a clear reference to, I didn't know this, Charles Lucky Luciano. Lucky Luciano, I yeah, know that. Luciano, Who is that? The, the man considered to be the founder of the U.S. Mafia, of Mafia in the U.S. Okay. I did not know this. That's I knew cool. I knew that name. I knew, yeah. I, you're a history buff, so you would probably know this kind of shit. Yeah. Um, Lucky yeah. Luciano. I'm, it's Luki, Luciano. I didn't know. I thought it was... It's Lu pronounced... I've heard it pronounced Luciano. I'm not sure. But I... What I know. the fuck do I know? I hey, I trust your... I mean, I heard Dread, and I thought that meant G-R-E-A-D in oh, my visions. No. And no, 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 it's D-R-E-D-D, Dread. Uh, Rudy, we have another member of the, the LAG, uh, League Against Gambling, who Dread promotes to God Judge, or at least Head Judge in his absence. Linus, the patriarch of the League Against Gambling, bears Abner Cobb's book. And we have, lastly, Abner Cobb, the former leader of the League Against Gambling, executed by the Mafia judges. He left a large book of his prophecies behind called The Writings of Abner Cobb, which predicted pretty damn accurately the, the coming of Dread and the this, fall of the Mafia judges. This is a judges. super interesting character we never get to hear from or see, yeah. except via his predictions. Yeah, that's literally it. And that, <clears throat> fuck it, I want to know, was this guy a psyker? What? We, we've only met, uh, what was it, uh... Uh, he had like a biblical name. Novar. Right? Novar. Not a biblical name. <laughs> Novar is our, so far, our only psyker or telekinetic, telepath, what have you, we've met so far. Yeah. Um, but 
That doesn't mean that Abner Cobb couldn't be. We've already seen that we, we talked last issue about Judge Fingers probably is a mutant, most likely. Makes so, sense. I mean, by definition, he's a mutant. By yeah. our definition. Yeah. And also, we know that people in the wastes don't live in the domes that right. protect from radiation and like. So it's very possible. And the garbage belt. And, and the rats. And the flying rats in the garbage belt, also known as the death belt. Yes, you're correct. Um, so... Last but not least, we uh, we have Rocco, uh, Judge Rocco Sleeve and Judge Aldo, members of the Androidini family of Mafia judges. They are also <laughs> androids, if you couldn't guess by the name. My name is Android Androidini. Android Androidini. Can I have some Androidini for dinner? Technically, wouldn't they be cyborgs? Yes, because an android is a being... A robotic being created to look like a human, like the Terminator. Yeah. T-800 is an android. Yes. Although some people have described him as a cyborg because he's encased in living flesh. That is true. But that's a weird... But, like, an android is a, is a fully robot Yeah. built to look like a human. Yeah. A cyborg starts as a human and has robotic parts added. And that that is what... Like a the, like Deus Ex, when yeah. you're augmented. Or, uh, would be... I mean, Cyberpunk, right? Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk 2070, yeah. 2077. Um, so, that is weird that... <laughs> They don't straight up call them androids. They're just the androidini family. But they're clearly cyborgs. But they're cyborgs, it's yeah. very weird. Cyborgini. Cyborgini. That's my favorite that pasta. That sounds too silly. <laughs> you're, you're just going too far right Androidini there. is passable, but cyborgini, <laughs> get... No, no. That's bad writing is what that is. And uh, last but not least, we have the return of Judge Fingers. Mucianos, or Mucianos, number two man, uh... So if Andro the Androidini family is <laughs> cyborgs, <laughs> the Mutiano family is mutants, and that would explain Judge Fingers. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, they're Muti the Mutiano family. You're right. I never put that together. Holy shit, you're it's absolutely the, right. It's the two different like weird factions of the wasteland: Mut cyborgs and mutants. That I is guess. so. I can't believe I never put that together. Mutiano. Uh, we didn't get that until the second fucking Prague. That's sad. Um, items technology. The iconic cars used in this prog could be any number of vehicles from the 1920s or early 30s. But I fucking love that that car because I remember when I played GTA Online, I got the fucking gangster car like that. Yep. And you can like get on the back corner and spray your Tommy gun and shit. My and I love the mafia games where you can do that <laughs> shit. It's just a fucking cool thing to do in video games or real life. My kids go join a mob. <laughs> go mobs are great. It's like you have a family. It's like being part of a family. Um. But my bet is that these vehicles are 1928 Cadillac sedans. Sedan. Made famous by the infamous mobster Al Capone, um, who had an, an armored Cadillac sedan. Shit. Uh, known for having a, a trunk. It was like one of the first vehicles to have a trunk because you could get rid of bodies that way. Oh. So, it's interesting stuff. Good old Scarface. Good um, old Al Capone. You know. What was, what was the nickname he actually wanted? It was something like Stumpty or something really stupid. Really? Yeah, he really wanted to, near the end of his life, Al Capone had had syphilis. Yes. And was going slowly insane. Yeah. And... In prison. Yeah, well, he was released, because, come on, he was about to die. He spent, like, the last year of his life living in Florida in his mansion, like, fishing in his swimming pool, because he had gone insane. I didn't know that shit. I thought yeah. he died in prison. Wow. No, they were just like, okay, Al Capone, you're... When he started, like, doing weird stuff, like, I remember he was, like, drawing flowers on the side of his cell and, like, trying to water them. He was going crazy. So, like, you know, we're just gonna... 
We know he's a monster, but we feel a little sorry for him right now. Bygones be bygones. Let yeah. him go die in peace kind so of thing. So they, they let him go. He lived in a mansion in Florida for the last year of his life. Wow. And they would put fish in his swimming pool so he could, so he could catch fish. Because he thought it was like a little lake or a pond. Wow. He was insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This reminds me of, I think, it's Sonic DX or the Game Grumps. They're fishing Froggy out of a pool. Froggy! <laughs> well, of all the great villains in, in video game history, Froggy is in space. Um, terrible slang. Made up words. Judge Dread one-liners. Wrong, friend. Dead on. <laughs> Best line. Come for us head on. How'd you hear us from the other car? It's so good. I... <laughs> I love that line so much. Um, world building. We got some stuff to get into. We have the League Against Gambling. Turns out more important than we thought originally. Uh, literally an underground movement <laughs> against the mafia families yeah. that rule Las Vegas. And they are not sly about broadcasting their allegiance. No, they went to the, the judges, uh, the ju the Hall of Justice and said, we don't think you should be gambling. So they killed that man. And they're wearing merch. And they're wearing merch. They are wearing uniforms. For an underground movement? Not the greatest. Well, there are there are actual temperance unions and stuff like that in like Las Vegas and in like up wherever they make like Nashville, Tennessee, where they make Johnny Walker or whatever liquor. They these things exist, but we need going against organized crime. <laughs> Maybe not the best idea to broadcast that shit. Um, la uh, one other thing I want to mention: the mafia families of Las Vegas hold a yearly gang fight between their top men in order to determine who will be the next god judge of Las Vegas. So this means that the mafia judges are made up of multiple families, but that one stands above the rest for the for a year at a time. Yeah, that's, and we we have concluded that the androids and mutants basically. And yeah, and that's a that's a trope I've I've heard. You know, the like there's one organization made up of various families, mm -hmm. but the leader of that organization is they choose that through whatever. But that's a huge part uh, plot in the Spider-Man PS4 game. Yeah, uh, there's like multiple like uh, they call them Magia. Yeah, which is a pretty cool name. Uh, and one one kind of vies for control over the rest of them. Um, we also have VTV, Las Vegas news station, and this <laughs> go for it. This means that means Las Vegas is outside of a megacity, the most civilized space that we've seen. We've played, yeah, we've yeah. seen, and we've seen some small towns like what was it? Uh, uh, Deliverance and Repentance. Deliverance and Repentance. I want to say, you know. A sacrificial and <laughs> and dinosaurtopia <laughs> and and rat, flying ratopia, um, Ratland and Dinoland. It's <laughs> very fair, honestly. Jurassic Park and Ratatouille. It was Jurassic Park. Twelve years for Jurassic Park. Uh, so some guy named Abner Cobb accurately predicted that Judge Dredd would come from the east, riding a steel horse, his bike, and defeat the mafia families and rule Las Vegas for. 24 years is what it, that was. It was like two, like two, one score and four. Uh, these are pretty accurate. What's with all the predictions lately? Can that I tell you something that I hope will happen, but I know for a fact, I'm like 99% <laughs> sure will not happen. Go for it. I hope that they encounter more writings of Abner Cobb mm. on their journey and maybe even in the mega cities. That'd be interesting. Like they find more records of him predicting things, but I am positive, borderline positive. But that will not happen. There was, um... Because, like, what if they come across, like, this is the tome of Abner Cobb, and we have a little flashback to this thing, and, like, he predicts things that are going to happen in Mega City 2. That would be fucking amazing, like right? If it projected, like, the, the coming of uh, Judge Death or something yeah. like that. Yeah, they said, you know, a, a, the judge from the uh, from the dead world or something like that. 
That'd be fucking amazing. I, but I don't think it's gonna, not gonna happen. I'm 99 percent sure it's considering not he happen. was the leader against the, of the league against gambling. It was probably very focused in his scope. Yeah, but, but I, I was hoping like maybe he was there for like a month. <laughs> oh, well, he was killed there. Yeah, he was executed there. Shit, that's, that's right. Um, I'm saying if I were writing a game or a comic or anything, I would have the writings. Of, I would make the writings of Abner Cobb and Abner Cobb be much more important. One of my that's just my style. Though. I totally get it. One of my favorite tropes slash characters in the Malazan books, which I'm still slogging my way through. Um, I can't. For, I forget what his name is, but there's a guy who is this uh, member of like an undead race that's been around for literally tens of thousands of years and he's made a giant machine calendar that has it like it's a clockwork but magic as well and every year it changes and gives a name to that year oh, which shit. is actually like prevalent to something that's going to be happening that year that's fucking like, awesome like every every year it'd be like this year it'd be like like the uh, the virus and the fall of a leader kind of thing and you're like oh shit um the uh so and this this character is still alive and making inventions and shit it's really cool and i wow. love that kind of like oh shit there's like just, prophecies i don't know there's something about following notes or following like in batman this is like just not a super good example, but in Batman or Arkham Asylum, okay. when you're reading the writings from the from the warden of Arkham, oh. and you think it's like the founder of Arkham, yeah, and it's not. It's not. It's the fucking warden. Who's it's the insane. warden who is the warden who was in power like a year, uh, two months ago. Yeah, it was the sharp, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, the guy who becomes the main bad guy in, in Arkham, Arkham City. City. Yeah, super good. I love yeah, that I shit. fucking love that revolution. That revelation. That, that was fucking awesome. Um. Prophecies are cool. Prophecies are very Prophecies cool. Prophecies are fucking cool, dude. <laughs> That's why I like playing Divination Wizards. Um, yeah. Death count for this issue. We are Judge Rocco and Aldo of the Androidini family are killed by... And it's hard. You can't like say that word Androidini without smiling. No. Are killed by Dread use, uh, during the gang war. And Judge Lucky Miliano and Fingers most likely die from their fall off of an elevated uh, expressway slash highway. Other than that... PK, do you have anything else you want to like? Two things. Go for it. I wanted to add. I forgot the second thing was. So one thing. Okay. Um, or maybe I can look up and see what it was. Again. Go for it. But the first thing was, why did they have to jump out of the car? To... <laughs> why? They all did was like put the car in. Re... They just like didn't even put it in reverse. They put, they put it in neutral, neutral, and it just rolled back down the hill. If they put it in reverse, it would have done a much better job. Honestly, yeah. And why did the car wasn't destroyed at all? Why'd you have to jump out of it? Also, you're jumping out of a vehicle onto, onto a... the floating highway. <laughs> of which, if you, like, fuck that jump up, you're dead. Like, And the League of Gambling. <laughs> the League Against Gambling. Yeah, League Against League, Gambling. League of Gambling is the rest of the city. Yeah. League Against Gambling is so well organized and everything. All they need is a leader, and they take the city like that. Yeah. It's the... It's... It's a, an army isn't its size. It's the it's its leaders, which is never really true. It's it's the same trope. It's, there's a there's a trope in movies and storytelling of the the peasants just need the the organization of the of the former knight. Or or another example, if you, uh, more recent times, think of James Cameron's Avatar, where you have the one guy comes in and helps revolutionize an entire people against evil man. You know. Yeah. So it's the it's the white foreigner bringing order. It's it's that that's the trope though. Like, that it's is not the, good. The white guy trope. brings order to the to the, the blue people. 
There are blue. To the blue people, yes, indeed. Cat, blue cat people. Um, did you know there's an orgy happening in that movie? Nah, there's there is an orgy happening in the background in one of those movies. Nah, in that uh, movie, there is, and there's a part where he like sleeps in like a net in the big tree, and just in the background, kind of fuzzy, just a bunch of cat people just just going at it. No, nah, uh, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. I've not seen that movie in years, and I, so I know it's lazy writing. I know it's a, it's a it's a bunch of cliches, but it's a beautiful looking movie. I always argued. Like, it's 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 like uh, what was that we were talking about? You take something you know and you wrap it in, in great new mm-hmm. wrapping paper, and it's something you like. Mm-hmm. That's why I like Ghost of Tsushima. It's something I know. Yeah, I've played an open world game a million times. Yeah, Assassin's Creed's I, been around. Yeah, but I love the setting and I love the 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 aesthetic. I saw when I I saw Avatar in theaters probably once or twice, maybe three times because it, it's a movie made for theaters. Oh yeah, and I saw IMAX. It was oh my god, yeah, and 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 my argument is that. Any James Cameron's not a great scriptwriter, but he's an amazing world builder, and yeah. I just wish he would hire someone else to write. To, to write. But man, is that movie really? It's really good. I really like that movie. Um, not perfect, but really good movie. So, according to uh, uh what's the guy? The the guy who wrote the prophecy. Abner Cobb. Abner Cobb's uh, prophecies. Yeah. Does that mean the savior was supposed to remain one score in four years? Yeah. Does that mean that or disorder and crime will return to Las Vegas after that time? Because Judge Dredd has already left. Yeah. Will the memory of him also leave? Will something terrible happen in that in one, which is what, uh, 12 years? 24. 24. Yes. Damn it. Two scores tw- is, no. One score is 24 years? Uh, it's 20 score, uh, one score and, tw- and four years. Okay, so a score is 20 years. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I had to figure that, I had to look that up. Um, but Does yeah. Does that mean something bad will happen in that amount of time? I don't know. Ah, maybe we'll I want to know more about Abner Cobb. Well, maybe once we read like into Compendium Twenty Five or so, they'll have to throw back to Abner. Uh, uh, who knows? No. Who no- Probably not. Probably not. Um, so, is there anything else you want to bring up for about this pe- uh, episode, PK? This the Vegas pro- arc was much shorter than I expected. Yeah, yeah. Of it- course, I just came off of five, six episodes of of <laughs> Satanus. That was a lot of Satanus. I'm not gonna uh, lie. There was. If we had Probably done too much, Satanus. if we had done like five or six episodes of New Vegas or Las Vegas, I think what I would like that more than the five or six episodes of Satanus. <laughs> if they had just switched the links, like two episodes of Satanus, five episodes of Vegas, I would have been much happier. I don't know. There was a lot of sexualizing that dinosaur that was pretty funny. <laughs> I think any sexualizing of that dinosaur was too much. <laughs> Some might argue that dinosaurs shouldn't be sexualized, but they are not real furries. I'm sorry, they're called scalies, my Scalies, yeah. We're yeah. scalies in this house. <laughs> so that's all I gotta say. We're scalies in this house. Alright, so moving on. Don't turn that page yet. Okay. We are going to Cursed Earth Part 21, which is Prog 81. So we got four more Cursed Earths. You are absolutely right. Wow. We are we are next podcast is the finale. Okay. Yeah. Uh this prog was released September 9th, 1978. Script is by Pat Mills, artist Brian Bolland, and letters by Pete Knight. This is titled Tweak's Story. That's right. Are you ready to dive into this I'm thing? I'm trying to remember the predictions, the, the coming up soon things you gave me last week. <laughs> it was something about, I, I remember, I can't remember what they were. There were some of the conclusions I jumped to were, were is, is Spike's Harvey Rotten psychic? <laughs> I can't remember what you said, but it made me think that it was a possibility. That, I mean, who knows, right? have not turned the page yet. <laughs> so let's get into Prog 81. Go Tweak for it, BK. Tweak story. Tweak story. 
What the fuck? <laughs> so, oh my god, it's Warhammer. <laughs> well, it's Warhammer, dude. Uh, so, so, uh, we have a massive two-page spread of this t of this title page, right? Yeah. Um, if you want to describe what's going on here, PK. Um, actually, you know what? I'll have you read the narration text beforehand. If you oh, okay. This will give us a good some context. In Plague Torn Mega City Two. Paramedic stormtroopers fight a losing battle against the crazed victims of the disease. So, go for our description. What do we got going on? We have fucking just a uh, a, a two page a two page panel a splash panel of like these guys these these space marines. Yep. With with like the red cross on them. Yep. Um. Oh my god, the Red Cross is on the tank. There's a tank. There's a <laughs> yep. tank. There's a tank. Blasting. This tank has like three or two barrels on it. Yep. With the Red Cross on it. <laughs> we bring healing bullets. That's, isn't that an ability in, uh, I feel like in, in Borderlands 1? Borderlands 2. If you shoot in, yeah, an if ally. you shoot your ally, <laughs> they'll uh, heal them a little bit. When I had, uh, my, my friend Jess, who you know, uh, she's terrible at video games. I, I shall never hear this, but like, she's so bad that, uh, when she was playing that class, I made her take that ability because she shot me so often. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, at least if you shoot me, you're fucking helping me. Alright, so anyway. we just have like, these, these, again, this guy in particular in the bottom right corner with his vertical slash on his filter. Yep. And his fucking scary-ass face, by the way. Yeah. And his little doctor reflector. Yep. That's the scariest doctor I've ever seen. Yeah. This, I, these are like paramedic troopers, like yeah. troopers. Yeah, they're like first aid troopers or whatever, but they're being, they're being run, ran up on, like, like, uh, the, the people with the fruity tooty. Tooty fruity virus. Tooty fruity virus are running towards them and... It says that the, the, the paratroopers, the, the healing troopers are losing, but it looks like they are winning by a lot. Um, they, some people, some of them are using batons, some are still using guns. Oh, I guess this guy's um, going to get stabbed. And they, the, the plague men are using weapons as well, but mostly like sharp instruments, swords or daggers and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of plague men swarming these guys. From all this guy's <laughs> jumping on the tank barrel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, you're fighting a, a tank, you brought a, a knife to a tank fight. That's not not a great not a great shit. And there's like fucking uh, even in the sky they have like flying ambulances with lasers on them zapping the building. Yep. Um, I'm gonna read for uh, the first guy. The plague sweeping through the city like wildfire. We can't hold the plague man back from the safe area much longer. To which another gentleman yells, "If only someone can get through the mega city one with the vac." Get through from Mega City One with the vaccine, Sarge. Till then, we'll keep firing tranquilizers. Tranquilizers. Tell me, PK, do you think that there are tranquilizers in that tank? Yes, I am assuming that they're large, <laughs> comically large, like Looney Tune style needles. Yeah, this is like the elephant pill of of tranquilizers. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, assuming that's what it's loaded with. Blows through like five guys. It's all and, and just like it does like the fry, uh, like the fry from Futurama, where the bee sting goes right through him. Like just ah. five guys, and it hits the last one. Oh, oh yeah, I got stung, but it went right through me. <laughs> I need you to wake up. Um, so they're talking to Sarge. The narration on the bo very oh bottom of that page. Oh my god, Sarge is a fucking badass. Yeah, Sarge is this awesome guy we described on the right. But there's some more narration down here. I'll read it so you oh. can read it, Sarge. Okay. Uh, the sergeant of the paramedics snarled through the mouthpiece of his respirator. Oh, it's his respirator. 
Medic Riot Commando First Class. Medic Riot Commando. Yep, that's a t that's a thing. <laughs> that's a fucking rank. That's a rank. What do them Yankees in Mega City One care? They'll leave. They'll just leave us to die. Reckon they'll be glad Mega City Two is finished, and there'll be no help from them. Who's that? <laughs> no, that, that's not that's true. Not it, but I'm assuming that Judge Dredd is about to drive through the wall. I got your vaccine, <laughs> Dick. You, you don't mention you don't mention Judge Dredd unless you wish for him to appear. Yeah. Even on the other side of the con continent. So what um, the fuck, PK? I'm gonna have you describe this panel because I love this panel. Yeah, go for it. Holy shit! Is that that's a different map than what we last saw? Yes, it is. Um. Okay, so describing the panel, yeah, we see a giant map of the United States. Yep. Um, North America, most likely. Actually, no, not not even. Um, we see a little bit of Mexico, but we do not see any of Canada. Yeah, uh, but I, just, I didn't say I said the United States. Yeah, it's just United States. Just not, United not States. No, Sorry. no, no, Canada. Yeah. No, no, Me and Me Mexico is partially there, but cut off. Yeah. Um, and holy shit, we, for the first time. It shows like all these crisscrosses and stuff on yep. the east and west coast. Yep. That I'm guessing are supposed to be the mega cities because yep. they're labeled mega city one and two. <laughs> um, where's Texas? Doesn't show. Strange. Yeah. Um, and they are gigantic. Yeah. Like mega city one goes uh, past like up. It's the entire uh, west coast. Yep. And it goes no, never eat east coast. <laughs> um, and it it not only is it the entire east coast, it goes. Michigan mm -hmm. down into uh, uh, Illinois, Ohio, Illinois, Ohio area, like down near Chicago. Yeah, so and it, it goes extends... extends from Florida to Chicago with a big like uh, there's a big space in, you know because it's, it's the coast mostly. Yeah, up to Maine. Yeah, and then Mexico too is 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 all of California, Nevada, a little bit of Washington. It, yeah, all, I mean all of Washington. All of Washington, but it's it's pretty far into the the, uh, the West Coast basically. Yeah. It makes you wonder if the map of the United States wasn't cut off, would it extend into Canada? I wonder. I think the previous map we saw when they started uh, when they started this journey showed Mega City One extending into like the Quebec territory of okay. like Canada. I don't know why it's not shown that way this way, but I guess there's like a word uh, there's a word bubble kind of in the way of where of where that would be in Canada. So, so if Texas City exists, it does exist. It does. But if it's of comparable size, then it's. Then megacities hold more land than the wasteland. We don't know if tech. Well, here's the thing, we we haven't specified Texas City as a mega city. Is the thing. You're they've right. Re they've referred to and Texas City, Vegas, which is probably just probably just the the Vegas we have now. So it's yeah. probably much smaller by comparison. Mm -hmm. And there's Aspen Penal Colony. That is only in, in the, the movie. movie. Uh, but no, that's a fair point though that you mentioned that we don't see Texas City on this little map. And it might be because it's not a mega city. It might just be like Austin or what have you, or San Antonio, whatever that is. Okay. Just that little bit that's You're still right. Around. We don't know that's a mega city. Yeah, it never specified. So, uh, also, on. Um, what's do they, up? Do they mention judges from Texas City? They do, because okay, if you remember. You but you don't have to be. You don't have to be. Mega cities. Not only, it's not only mega cities that have judges. Yes. Las Vegas has them too. Yes. Okay. Uh, in fact, we, if you remember, uh, Judge Deputy Tex from Lunar Colony One was from Texas City. You're right. Yep. And uh, so it doesn't have to be. It could be much smaller. It oh yeah. Have to be of comparable size. Yeah. And as our as we this this map is on the left hand side of the panel, it cuts over and, or it pans across, and we see Judge Dredd is on his bike outside of the Land Raider Killdozer Kill combo. Yep. And Judge Jack is popping out of. 
a, the hole in the roof. The hole in the roof, and he's got his hands like spread wide as though to be like, "Come on, what do you want me to do? Like, come on." He's doing the Chewbacca thing, you know, the that goes there, that goes there, <laughs> <laughs> that that shit. He's literally doing that, and there's like a, a column of smoke coming out of the yeah. Land Raider, um, and uh, we'll go for our narration here real quick. But at that moment, Judge Dredd's amazing journey across the Cursed Earth with the vital vaccine was almost over. His Land Raider was approaching Death Valley. Then, Judge Jack says, The vaccine refrigeration unit's packed up! Gonna take a couple of hours to trace the fault, Judge Dredd! I'll give you 30 minutes. I said a couple goddammit, Judge Dredd! <laughs> so, it's interesting, PK. Do you think it's weird? That they're not mentioning that it's the Tutti Frutti virus. Like, they mentioned it originally and then they've never they said it again. They haven't brought the... It, they're... It, they're, okay, they're like kind so of retconning it almost. A little bit. I feel like they're trying to go for more... Like more the more serious. they write this comic, they're trying to get more and more serious. And yeah. Like, oh, we said some dumb things at the beginning of the storyline. Let's slowly phase those things we said out. Well, let's call it the vaccine for the virus. We'll of course, say the 2D for you. We still have Tweak here. Tweak is still here. Yep. Oh my Along god. Along with Spikes. His little so, claws behind his back. Yeah, Tweak has approached Judge Dread and Spikes who Judge Dread is hopping off his bike. Spikes has his shirt off. They're presumably very hot where they're at. Death Valley, yeah. And uh Spike uh Tweak has like his arms behind his back very studiously and Spikes is saying to him, "We're on the last lap now, Judge. The worst of the cursed earth is behind us." Hey, old freak face Tweak is starting to get the hang of our lingo. So, uh, I'm going to read for Tweak because you're going to have a lot of narration to read, okay? Okay. Hello, Spikes. <laughs> How are you? Very well, thank you. He's like... We're answering himself because he's learning how to speak He's too, learning how to speak English. Like, that's, how they do, that's how they talk in, in those learning language videos. Yeah. It's like they respond... How are you? Thing. Very well, thank you. Like, so he's filling he's filling in his own blanks. Yeah, they've been teaching they've been teaching Tweak English, rudimentary English. Judge Dredd specifically has wrote written a program. Yeah, he reprogrammed one of the computers. Who Judge knows? Dredd does not play ball. <laughs> so, uh, PK, I, I really need you to describe this next panel real quick for me. Just 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 give us a once over here. So, just to be a dick, Spike Chubby Rotten has has fallen to his knees and, and written in the sand with his finger. One plus one equals two. That is true. That and is now true. he is, t and 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 Tweak is also down there looking at the the. What we're going to assume is, is is far beyond his comprehension. <laughs> uh, these these very primitive mathematics. Yeah, and Spikes is saying to Tweak. Yeah, you'll never be as smart as us humans, freak face. But maybe I can learn you a bit. Watch carefully. One plus one equals two. Get it? And Tweak responds. That's good, Spikes. Very good. Keep up the good work. Uh, to which Spikes oh has, my God, that face. has the best face <laughs> I've ever seen in this comic. Oh, it looks like Spikes has shaved a little bit. He has shaved, yes. But his... If you, go ahead, PK. I gotta, I gotta hear. Like, he just looks like... <laughs> it's just... He's, he's like so disappointed. The, mo the most angriest. How offended. How dare you. <laughs> like... As he says, no, not me, you stupid alien. I'm trying to teach you. Now you have a go. Uh, so, to Spike's amazement, Tweaks now 
writes in the sand just this insane equation uh, of of math and letters and. Okay, I took I took I've taken a little bit of trig, a little tr- a little bit of calc. I'm trying to make any sense of this. No, there's like a there's like the Jesus fish. I don't even know what any of this is. Like, yeah, this is this is this is this is nonsense. Yeah, but there is uh there is like there's Arabic no... letter or Arabic numbers, and there are uh unless letters. it's just so far beyond me. Yeah. Does the brackets don't make any sense? Yeah, the... it's, I think it, it's written by possibly a comic book artist. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> E-R-P-R over E-R-P-R. Who knows? Who I, knows? I, I don't know what these... I Like I said, I've taken a, a modicum. I'm, I'm currently in calculus failing. Uh, but to Spike's amazement, Tweak writes out all this stuff. Torp? I, I don't believe it! He and, must be a flaming genius! <laughs> he's got like his arms thrown up like, Come on! Uh, and Dredd is saying... You've been holding out on us, Tweak. I figure you owe us an explanation. I had no choice, Judge Dredd. You guys, he didn't. He's not a genius. He wrote nonsense. <laughs> it was the only way to save my people. So I don't want to read this. Okay. I want to go back to what's going on in Mega City Two. PK, I don't need this flashback right now. PK, are, what is Tweak's story? Do you think? He was an alien enslaved by humans. We know that. Uh, um, uh, I, he, okay, so him and his, he had two alien parents. They were brilliant scientists. Ooh, okay, okay. Um, their planet was exploding, and oh. they had the centweak. Nice, we're going the Superman route. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Superman <laughs> origin story. All planet his, his little rocket ship. And because of Earth's yellow sun, I'm getting I'm getting kick-ass two vibes here, where that guy, that kid, is given like Batman's origin story. <laughs> I'm getting very much that right now. I I have no idea what Tweak's fucking origin story. I don't know why he would have maybe like on his planet being a genius is is bad. Oh, possible. And they take every genius person and just I don't know, it's like a planet full of fucking I don't know football jocks. No, and they beat is, the hell out of you. Do you do you think he's a genius or is it what he wrote in the sand like nonsense? I think it's I think it's supposed to be genius. I okay. Think, I don't think they're gonna do the uh, the the double uh, double switch on us. Yeah, I that'd think it's a little deep for Dread right now. Yeah, at the moment it's a little deep. Um, so I'm gonna have you read all the narration here, okay? The narrative block text. But I I want you to give me well read the narration first, then you have to describe what's going on, okay? Go for it. <laughs> I just saw the script. Yeah, just go for it. Yep. Tweak told Dread and Spikes about his planet, the vast cities deep beneath the ground. Close to the rock farms where his people harvested their food. What was that? The what? <laughs> the rock farms. Yep. In bold. Harvested their food. Gold, diamonds, and other rocks. So. A diamond is a is a crystal, not a rock. That's uh, important. Technically a mineral, mineral, isn't it? Yeah, it's a mineral, but it's just, it's crystallized. It's crystallized. But uh, go ahead and tell us what's going on here, PK. <sighs> do I? Yeah. Yeah, you do. So, it's, uh, like they described, it's a massive underground cityscape. It's it's like in a fucking gigantic underground cavern. Yep. Um, there are like these walkways and stairs and balconies, mm-hmm. and they're they're they're, they're all they're all, it's full of tweaks. Yep. It's just a shitload of tweaks. And they're all on fucking these weird, stupid machines. Yep. None of them have wheels for it for some reason. They all have walking animatronic they legs. They all have fucking legs. Yep. Because they're so smart, but they won't fit the fucking wheel. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're way past the wheel now. 
Um, it's the simplest, most greatest shape. No. It formed our fucking society. Well, they have they have uh, circular like balconies, but no wheels. <laughs> Everything um, has legs on it. Yeah, they are there, and they have legs, so and it's not like they need. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so dumb because okay, from an engineering standpoint, the less moving parts, the better a device is. A wheel is better than a leg. But from a future sci-fi standpoint. The more obscure and weird and energy-wasting something is, the more sci-fi and awesome it is. Everything has legs! <laughs> it all... there's, a, there's a tweak sitting in a giant fucking pair of the wrong trousers from Wallace and Gromit. Yep. <laughs> it has a little caboose. Yep. It has little, little legs on it. Yeah. Full of rocks! Yeah. This is making me so irrationally <laughs> mad! I'm so upset! This gets you mad, but not the comic pusher episode? Jesus! They have legs! <laughs> yeah, they all have legs! It's stupid! <laughs> the less moving parts, the better! Okay. That's engineering! That's not that's not just true on our planet. That's true in all of everywhere physics exists. You, if you think that you're gonna be angry about this, <gasps> wait till we get to more technology that they have. But two aliens are talking to each other. Twerk. Um Keep going for narration here, these other two. <laughs> and Tweak, and Tweak's job, the nearest human word to it was president or leader. So, Tweak, <laughs> Tweak was the president of his aliens. <laughs> <laughs> no! Yeah. No! Yeah, yeah, Tweak. Tweak was the world leader of this people. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, we kidnapped uh, the world leader of a race of aliens. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts. You weren't ready for that shit, were you? It was not. Okay, so uh, our next panel shows Tweak um, talking to or looking at uh, another Tweak who is holding what appears to be some kind of fucking s seashell on his head. <laughs> to an e like, a, like a headphone as though he's holding a radio to his ear. It's shit like a fucking seashell. Like yeah. a crab... But we don't know their technology, you know. Okay, so that makes a little more sense than fucking legs! Keep going. Go for our description here. Then one day, the aliens de detected a strange spaceship approaching their planet. The first starship from Earth. As this shows them, like, fucking trying to communicate, or listening to yeah, them. Yeah, listening. Not communicating so far. Yeah. Tweak ordered the planet's surface to be evacuated and city entrances to be camouflaged until, no until more was known about the strangers. Um, so our next panel shows three space, uh, three humans, yeah. uh, on a television screen being projected to these aliens, um, and they... They're on the surface of the planet, that, that guy's not wearing a helmet, yeah. which means the there's an atmosphere. Well, one guy's putting on his helmet when they're already in atmosphere, which bothers me to no end, and one guy, yes, the main guy just doesn't have a helmet on, so... Could he be taking his helmet off? I, I, maybe, possibly, I but like... But, the fact it must be nighttime outside because we can see stars and 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 stars. Well, we don't know how far away from Earth we are. That's true, but like, an atmosphere blocks those things yeah. during the daytime because of the layer of ozone, which which an atmosphere needs to have breathable oxygen. I which mean, we have to have. This is a comic this guy book. Okay, we're, we're we're reading a comic book. Legs. <laughs> But these human have, humans have landed. Yeah. Uh, the pod from the starship landed. Keep your eyes open for any alien specimens we can take back, men. But remember, we've strict instructions to leave intelligent aliens alone. To which one of the men replies, Yes, we come in peace for all mankind. Uh, does it say we? It does say we come. I thought it was a welcome. Yes, we come in peace for all mankind. 
So, uh, PK, if you want to describe what's going on here. Uh, actually, read our narration first, if you don't mind. Because there's a lot what's, happening. But the aliens... <laughs> PK, you got to prep yourself, man. We're never going to make it through this thing if you don't like... you got to gird yourself for every moment. Something like this But the happen. aliens' mind machines probed the humans' brains and projected the humans' memories of greed and hatred and brutal war. So... Uh, we see a very big close-up of the, the the leader's face with his eyes, but the top of his head is it's transparent, like you're seeing into his... His, his memories. <laughs> and uh, what do we see, PK? We see the worst of humanity. We see, it looks like Vikings pillaging money and women. Yep. We see uh, uh, the, the desecration of the Native Americans by... by, by uh, Puritans. Not, or or at least... A Westerner. Yeah, Westerners. You know, because... It was decades later that, that we tried to win the West from the from the Navajo tribes and yep. stuff like in the, uh, and then we see a, what looks like a World War II pilot with a with two pistols. Must be a pretty cool guy because <laughs> uh, he's got he has a pistol in his holster and a pistol in his hand. Yep. And but between them we see I think that might be like some a Japanese prisoner of war. I think so. Or an American prisoner of war, and the Japanese are yeah seemingly torturing him. Yeah. So, so it's just the worst of the worst that humanity has to offer. It's uh, Chapter Black from Yu Yu Hakusho. In, in Yu Yu Hakusho, there was <laughs> a, uh, there was like a, a videotape that showed that the, wor the worst humanity had to offer and what turned the, the former spirit detective Sensui um, against humanity. Interesting. I, and I, that's why he's a bad guy now fighting for the demons. I never got that far or, into Yu Yu Hakusho. Not really fighting for the demons, really fighting for the collapse of humanity. Shit. Because he saw Chapter Black. Okay, okay. So this is kind of a, a mini snippet of, of humanity that is, like, the worst of the worst. Yeah. And, and the, like, the fuck, and, like, Chapter Black is even worse because it shows, like, what they do not only to other humans, but what they did to demons they had captured. Oh, shit. So even to other, other species and stuff. Yeah. So Tweaks people now know all, through their mind machines, <laughs> they know all about humanity's horrible side, basically. Um, so keep going, PK. Some members of Tweaks Council... It looks so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Argued that this was the. <laughs> you got it. Some members of Tweaks Council argued that this was in human in humans past. The astronauts genuinely came in peace. That they could that should they should be welcomed. Um, we see a round table with a pile like a plate of rocks and a bunch of uh, please don't make me read this. The same tweaks, uh, same looking tweaks. One has light colored fur. One has goggles. Uh, Tweak himself is munching on like a diamond of some kind. Tweak crunched a sapphire and thought about it. There we go. Yep. Tweak. Is that the line of the episode? That's uh, no, no, no. Uh, Brutal. <laughs> um, I, uh, I mean, that's fair. That's a fair assumption. But keep going. Then, using his powers of precognition, <laughs> Tweak projected a picture. <laughs> Tweak projected a picture of how humans might behave on the planet in the future. So, we're going to pause there real quick. <laughs> okay. So, PK. P Tweak has the powers of precognition. precognition. That's something I didn't know. Yeah. That's something I didn't, I didn't think. Precognition obviously meaning uh, viewing the future. Yes. And he just has these powers. This isn't technology. This is just him. Yeah, no, no mind, no mind. He's just munching his sapphires, thinking about it. Yeah. And he's like, well, let's see what would happen if we allowed the humans to, to, to colonize our planet, to, to, to land on their dropship. So what do we see? It was not pretty 
as we see just uh, industry. The, yeah. worst, the worst parts of industry. We see smokestacks and, and they're just destroying the earth, digging up. This planet must have like a surplus of diamonds and rare gemstones because I guess that's what they... That's they what must they have evolved to on. eat that thing, yep. those things, because that's what's... Most plentiful. Most plentiful on the planet. Yep. But we see they're mining, they're drilling for oil, they're, it's just the worst of industry. It's it's, uh, it's the fucking Lorax. When yeah. They show the Wunsler and all the bad shit he does. Mm -hmm. It's just that. It's just a But there's a that. very homoerotic guy on a fucking... <laughs> uh, uh, jackhammer. Jackhammer. Shirtless, hairy chest, and his two friends behind him with his little fucking visor, and his fucking, like, he's got like, uh, headphones on. Yep. He's like just jamming out with his two buddies. And it's like jackhammer vehicles that they have seats on them that they're riding. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just... It's bad. In the background, we see almost like an oil silo kind of thing going yeah. on. Yeah. Um, and smoke coming out of a stack of some kind. Yeah, a smoke stack. We see just, it's it's the worst of industry. Yeah. But the, the thing about these vehicles, we can see they have wheels on them. Uh, yeah, that is true. So, it's just already better. <laughs> Keep going. They should them. they should be allowed to stay on the planet. I, they should be rulers of the planet. Uh, I don't know if they'll tweak if race will agree with that, but like keep going. Go if for this. We could look for one second and say, "Oh, wheels!" I will go bow to them immediately. Well, here's the thing. Maybe the legs, maybe the legs allow them to go over more difficult terrain because they're like underground. They're in an underground cavern. Yeah. All right. I didn't spend any time trying to fucking. It's uh, okay. I'm just thinking about it, you know? Think why every field has... Because they are on flat platforms. At the time. At the time. Yes. But maybe there is probably rough terrain that wheels can't handle. I hate the legs so much, though. Also, I never noticed this whole gentleman, the whole background of this panel is the guy's face. Oh, it is? Yeah. I never. Um, I didn't notice that either. Yeah, his mouth is in the background, so it's it's really good panel work That here. is It's awesome. really cool. But we have one last little bit of narration on the bottom, uh, uh, bottom right of the first page. Humans could never control their greed for diamonds and other riches. They would be back, wanting mining rights, bringing pollu pollution and disease. So now we see... Yeah, I mean, yeah, basically what you said. Uh, Tweak, however, has turned around away from this projecting screen of his... Of, of his, his precognition. Yes. And he's, like, looking over a chair at us, the reader, kind of thing. Of course, Tweak might be wrong. The humans might have been really wonderful. But the aliens decided not to take their chance. No... There would be no contact! But at that moment... Look, uh, there's a couple specimens! As two... Fucking tweaks are up on the surface. Yeah. Uh, these are... Um, I, it's hard to tell, but these are clearly smaller. Uh, oh, yeah, they, they do look a little smaller. Yeah. They look, and their ears don't look as... Long or elongated or floppy. Yeah. Uh, again, Tweak's race looks kind of like a uh, an anteater or... What's another, like, long-snouted... Um, like almost like a kind of like a uh, an armadillo. Yeah, kind of like an armadillo. Got big floppy Labrador ears that yeah. stick out, and they're bipedal. They have those big three-handed claws, um, and they have t furry tails. are covered in fur. But we see the little guys because we see they're now hug like jumping up and hugging the 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 humans. Their claws aren't also aren't as pronounced. Yes, they're also a little shorter, less deadly looking. Yep. But these little guys are just jumping up and hugging the humans, and like the humans are scratching their chins. Yeah. And, um, go for the uh, the narration again if you'd like. The young aliens had disobeyed the order to remain underground. Curious, they examined the humans' fur. Fur being their suits, obviously. Yeah. I've never seen a dafter. I've never seen dafter-looking animals than these two. 
put them in a specimen cage for further examination. Uh, so, PK. So just two kids wandered out and ruined a whole civilization. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Us humans, we're looking for non-intelligent species. Species walks up to us. Well, they don't speak English. Clearly not intelligent. What? Well, they're all... They... They're also children. <laughs> they don't know that. That could just be the size of the alien. That's true. <laughs> um, they're but, clearly intelligent enough to like not be so animalistic and territorial. So there's a there's a moderate amount of intelligence there. Yeah. But these humans are just like, oh, they're stupid and daft looking. Look at how stupid they look. That's us being stupid. Yeah. As, as humans. Um, me like scratching under his chin. Yeah. Too. Go for go for the next one if you'd like. Meanwhile, their golden furred mother anxiously was out anxiously looking for them. Twall! As she's like poking her head out of a little fucking rock in the ground. Twall! Holding up her clawed hand to call out. Yeah. Um, keep going, PK. <laughs> keep that going. Yeah, right. you, you can. Yeah, you can. Tweak <sighs> <laughs> had watched horrified as she too was caught and caged. It was his mate and children! So. Yeah. The president's kids. Yeah. We kidnapped the president's kids and his wife. And him. And him, supposedly. But he's looking, Tweak is looking at the giant screen of somehow recording of all this going on. Yeah, and, what, what, how are they recording all this happening? Well, they're doing precognition. I imagine all of them can do that. So they're displaying what they can, like, see telepathically, I what guess. What a weird fucking race. Yeah. We don't really know what, uh... What the extent or limits are of this, but fucking who knows? Who, who knows? We see the humans have grabbed his uh, his mate around the waist and are like take and have the kids in a cage. The golden furred mother was his. Okay, so that's Tweak's wife. And remember, if you remember, uh, in at the ranch when they first found Tweak, they had that grave. Oh yeah. And uh, when and they, he was bringing up food and stuff for them. When they dug up the grave, uh, Dread specifically mentioned there was a golden furred mate and a couple of kids in it. Holy shit! Yeah. So Judge Dread, the comic has outsmarted me again. <laughs> Tweak is got his claws up near his eyes, like, like holding his face, yeah. like Macaulay Culkin style. Oh! Yeah, he's fucking recoiling in horror. Yeah. Tweak had two choices. One. He could rescue his family by showing the humans how advanced his race were, but then the humans would never leave them alone. Or two, he could sacrifice himself for it and his family, pretend to be dumb animals, and go back to the humans to their terrible planet, Earth. <laughs> um. So, our next panel, PK. If you want to uh, read the narration here, real quick. He had no choice. As leader of the as leader, the future of his people and planet came first. And he said his fat, sad farewells. Uh, so if you want to describe what we got going on. He's just marching out a little hallway as all his little, his little council and everyone else. I had the bioluminescent, not bioluminescent, just the luminescent rocks. The dude. glowing hanging rocks, That's yeah. That's fucking cool world building because you can't have, usually have open fire underground. Yep. Because it destroys oxygen, which I'm assuming they need. I mean, humans are breathing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so they're just waving him, tweak, tweak. <laughs> And our next panel, then, shows uh, <laughs> walking briskly and with confidence, head held high, yeah. Tweak just marches onto the human ship. And the guys who are putting his mates in cages just look over like, what the fuck? Yeah. Look, here comes another one, walking straight into a cage. Boy, I said those animals was really thick. Boy, I said those animals was really thick. 
Man, you dumb as hell. Yeah, I guess so. And we see, like, the hand of Tweak just closes the cage you on himself. You can see the cage and just closes on himself. And then, uh, if you want to describe what we got next, BK, there's a little, uh, little panel Aww. here. Go for it. As like, as like, as like, the, the, the family, like, the wife is, like, reaching up and, and shushing him. And they're going, Twalk! Twax! Uh, let's go, man. This planet ain't worth returning to in a hurry. Aww. Uh, Tweak stopped for a moment. And we now see he's, like, holding up a couple of rocks in his hands to Judge Dredd. And uh, Spikes is in the background looking very excited. Tweak says, Would you like to try a little sandstone, Judge Dredd? It's very tasty. No thanks, Tweak. Yeah! Carry on with your story, Tweak old buddy! We'll get back to that bit about the diamonds later. <laughs> what you need is a, a business manager like me to protect your interests. Because Spikes, of course, he, he, ever the glory hound, ever the the, the hound of, 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 of greed. Yes, uh, so he exemplifies the greed of humanity. And now our last little uh, little image here is Judge Dredd, classic skull on his face. But Dredd was puzzled. Yep, he looks a little puzzled, yep. The alien, tri the alien tricked us humans to save his planet. So why is he telling me and Spikes his secret now? Unless it doesn't matter. Unless we'll never get the chance to tell anyone else. Next prog. Alien Messiah. And that ends prog 81. What the fuck? So let's, let's go back in retrospect here. Um, settings and places. Uh, we know that the convoy is approaching Death Valley, which lies on the border of Nevada and California. Uh, Dread has almost made it to his destination. Why did they had to stop because the refrigeration unit is broken? That's and they correct. Had to repair it. Yep, that, that's why it gave us a, kind of a break in the action, you know, okay. to tell the story. Um, we also see Tweak's home planet, but it's never mentioned or named. It's never or... named, but we get a we get a good feel. They live most underground, where the <clears throat> food source is. Yeah, we don't know. They seem to be the only race on the planet. Not, yes, not only like the only animals we've seen. Yeah, there is like apparently no other animals to subsist on, which is why it makes sense if they eat rocks. There's nothing else to eat, right? Yeah. Um, Unless they're cannibals. But characters. Tweak. Uh, we, he is, we learned, the leader of his home race of aliens on a far-flung planet. Tweak's family was kidnapped by human astronauts, causing him to join his family in captivity and pretend to be stupid to prevent hu uh, further investigation into the surface of his home world. Uh, we also finally see Tweak's family. Uh, it is a very sad to know how they end up. Yeah, now we know they're fucking, they're, they're fucking, how they end up, that's sad. Yeah, it is pretty sad. That fucking sucks. They're cute, too. Um, yeah, little kids. Also. They, they, they're still kids when they die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not that much later. No, it's not. Well, here's Fuck. the thing. It's, that's an interesting point. How much later is it? Yeah. Because... Uh, do we have space travel in post-apocalyptic? No, here's the thing, though. They mentioned the aliens had escaped off of an, uh, uh, like a nature preserve, or like an alien preserve. Yeah. Which happened when the atomic war broke out. Meaning that there's been 30 years where Tweak has been on this planet, basically. Or on our planet. Yeah. Supposedly. But we'll get to that. Um, they might just have a bunch of... They might just have like, really long longevity. That's what I was thinking about, honestly. Um, last but not least, Spikes is anxious to learn more about Tweak's diamond-rich planet. Even if he knew where it was, what the fuck could he do about it? Listen, Spikes takes things step by step. <laughs> Find out where the wealth is. Secure secure your rights to the wealth. Mm -hmm. 
figure out a way to get there and get back. Yeah. Spike's, you know, step, he's... Step four, profit. Yeah. <laughs> he's not, he's not like, oh, I need to figure out all these steps first. He solves problems as they come. Okay, okay. <laughs> he just sees the, the gold, the carrot at the end of the stick, and that's what he's going for. Yeah. Okay, okay. He's a simple man. Um, items of technology of note. We see paramedic stormtroopers... <laughs> Those guys are awesome, by the way. Fighting off the Plague Men in Mega City 2 with giant cannons that they also mention as tranquilizers. Uh, I'm sure those are non-lethal. You will be healed or die in the process! (laughs) Imagine Space Marines with, like, they're all fucking wearing red crosses and she's healing people. Reminds me of, like, the the joke with D&D Necromancers where it's like, we need a a healer. Uh, He's already dead. I can work with that. (laughs) I can work with that. Um, I just the apothecary. All I'm picturing is the apothecaries from Warhammer, the space marines from Warhammer. Oh 4000. Jesus! It's just like the fucking they'll heal you whether you want it or not. Yeah. In the process, uh, the 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 med boys, from oh, the orcs, the orc med boys. <laughs> oh God, I love the orcs so much. Not only will they heal you if you're injured, if you're uninjured, they'll hurt you and then heal you and if, improve you. If ever you and I get the money and I get like a place. I want to play Warhammer 40k games. It's so much fun. We could have paint nights and stuff. You could play Orcs versus Necrons or whatever the fuck I'm playing at that time. But uh, continuing on. Yes. Judge Jack has to stop the Killdozer slash Land Raider due to the vaccine refrigeration unit backing up. This is kind of good science because vaccines need to be kept at a certain temperature yes. to, uh, to stay uh, like active. Um, it also gives us a good break in the action. We also see all kinds of crazy tech on Tweak's unnamed planet, mostly mining and transportation equipment. Yeah, because mining is also agriculture for them, I'm assuming. Yeah. It's, it's got to be a one gigantic industry. Yeah, it's like that's the industry. That's it. That's all you need, yeah. basically. You don't need farming or, or agriculture. You just All you have is a gigantic mining corporation, yeah. which provides food, and they, they, they wouldn't use it. Diamonds can't be digested. <laughs> by us who yeah. knows what they're I mean they can crush rocks and eat them basically we don't You're know right. they can they have powerful gripping claws but they're for mining yeah Tweaks people also have mind machines that are capable of searching apparently through all of humans memories which is how Tweak determines humans are not trusted do you think yeah, the, so the guy was landing on the planet and he scans his mind and he finds out oh he knows a little bit about a little bit about history and I've scanned what he knows about history. He wasn't thinking about this at the time. Do you think, okay, do you think that's the case? Or do you think it's like the, we can even analyze them and see their entire genetic past and like look into the past? Or is it just looking at this one human's memories? I think the first one makes more sense now I, that you say I, that like I, that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? I wouldn't, I wasn't. I just look at this guy and I get a bad vibe from him like he comes from a long line of assholes. Oh, so it's like looking like almost the, what's it called from Assassin's Creed? The, the Animus. Animus. The Animus. Yeah, it's like looking into your genetic memory yeah. kind of thing. Like I look at, I look at this guy, look, like I look at him and I think this has got to be him from each, this is family, his family tree from each generation, they're all assholes. Everyone's Viking, involved in the war, yeah. Yeah, from Viking pillager to, to, to southern, you know, Indian killer to, yeah. to World War II, uh, Whatever. Yeah, I totally torturing get that. A, a probably like a uh, the Japanese internment prisoner. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. He just looks like a. I get a bad vibe from this dude, and now that I look at it, I think every negative person in this flashback is part of his family tree. Interesting. I Interesting. don't like him. <laughs> I, I do not like. This I man. do not like him. I do not like his family. Uh, terrible slang, made up words, Judge Dread one-liners. Oh 
We have stormtroopers mentioned here. Stormtroopers is a it, you know it, it it didn't originate with Star Wars. Yeah, it's you know a term for 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 you know German troopers during World War II and yeah. stuff like that. I do want to mention Star Wars: A New Hope only came out a year before this comic. Yeah, it came out like the same year as this comic started. Basically, I think Star Wars: A New Hope definitely brought it into the the popular you know uh, vernacular. Vernacular, yes. Um, which I, I totally get. I knew I knew it wasn't originating from Star Wars, but I wasn't sure where it originated from. I've heard of SS. I don't know where it originates from, but I know it was like you hear of SS stormtroopers and stuff like that. Yeah. Storming in, storming as an action trooper, as a as a yeah. Uh, the uh, the Blitzkrieg, Lightning War. Hell yeah, Blitzkrieg. Um, also, my favorite line this issue, uh, which you missed, which is okay. It was uh, Spike's line. One plus one equals two. Get it? <laughs> like that's a great line. One uh, plus one equals two. Get it? And it's get it. G E D I T. Yeah. Get it. Um, world building. I got a bit here. We get our first glimpse into Mega City Two since we first heard of the plague in Prague sixty one, part one of the Cursed Earth. Yeah. Um, I, that's why I saw Mega City Two for the first time in forever. I want to know what the fuck is happening there. Yeah. It's this is like holy cow. We get one page of that. Yeah. We get well. Technically, pages. one big sp uh, splash. You know what I'm gonna, I'm gonna say? We get one panel. Yeah, one panel. There we go. Barely anything. One panel. But it's a hell of a panel. There's a nah, lot going on. Let's ignore that. Uh, world building. We have medic riot commando is a rank in the army. Uh, so okay. This, <laughs> all right, walk down this path with me. It's way off the main path. Let's walk, go for it. Let's go for it. What if this new these new medic corps? Is this new medic army is is in response to the plague? Okay. And it's not an old organization or an old armed forces. It's something brand new that they had to take and cre and create, like a pandemic task force almost. Yeah. Okay, I could see that. I could see that. And they say, and they're not very good at it. So what they do is they just take tanks and shit <laughs> and put the Red Cross on there. <laughs> Heal them. Yeah. Boom. But they put like a, a giant red cross on their rocket launcher. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's supposed to heal them. <laughs> Get that. It's the it's the bad man. It put him to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like, he like shoots a guy with a clear gun. What happened to the no guns thing? No, that's I get that feeling. That'd be pretty fun. That'd be that'd be on brand for Judge Dredd. That would be the black humor of Judge Dredd. Yeah. Um, Dark humor. We also have Tweak is capable of speaking low-level English, but his math skills, the universal, universal language, language. Well wow. is extremely advanced. Well, good, good at being on that, yeah. Um, also, Tweak's people live underground, closer to their food source, gold, diamonds, and other precious minerals, which the planet supposedly has in abundance, we discussed. And to be fair to the exploring humans... They were instructed to only bring back unintelligent species back to Earth for study. So they did a poor job of determining that. Yeah. But they, it, was, it, was, it wasn't it was just, let's go kidnap fucking alien races and bring them back to Earth. That's like, true. They were, like, they were, they were uh, uh, commanded to bring back things of animal-like intelligence, I'm assuming. Or just any signs of life for studying. Right. Which, in modern times, if we had faster than light travel or could get to other solar we systems, would we fucking would do that in a heartbeat. And, we'd and take, we probably would have the, the same, we're not going to just kidnap intelligent but races. we have no means of judging their intelligence only on our own, basically. Yeah, so, oh, the only scale we have is our own. Yeah, so it's it's likely that something like that could honestly happen. I mean, maybe not their president, but... 
who has chosen to sacrifice himself because his children have broken the curfew and have been kidnapped by humans. God, those stupid kids. Oh, man, it ruined everything. Uh, Tweak's council uh, debated on whether to greet the humans. Uh, I wrote down great the humans. Greet the humans. Uh, <laughs> the humans aren't that great. Saying that all their wars and greed were in the past. This, however, was not the case as we know. Because they were just they the atomic wars hadn't happened yet. Exactly. But the ABC ABC warriors were during the Vulcan War, which, which had, had had happened. Yes, or at least was happening. We don't know how far back this is. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we know that Tweak and his family were already captive before the atomic war broke out. So which, they're thinking, well, you know, maybe it's all in their past. But it's not. The worst war is yet to come. Yeah. So Tweak made a smart decision in a way. Yeah, his council was... All the people who said, greet the humans on his council were dead wrong. <laughs> well, thankfully they're alive wrong still. Yeah. Um, well, they could be dead from old age now. I don't know how long it's been. This is true. Uh, so Tweak has the power of precognition now. Yeah! Why didn't he use this to save his children or to escape safely from his captors on Earth? Or to help the convoy in any meaningful Maybe way. Maybe it's not controlled precognition. It only kicks in at random intervals. He uses you know, precognition. He, uses he directly Maybe uses... Maybe he didn't think to use it that day. <laughs> um, Maybe, it doesn't always... Maybe it doesn't always work. But one can't argue with Tweak's pre uh, prediction of humanity being unable to help with their greed. Yeah. Odds are this is exactly how humans would behave. I mean... Oh, yeah. He does... They do that this Spike Tarvey Rotten says it all. It's capitalism. It's just capitalism. Yeah. And that's what it's going to come down to. Spike Tarvey Rotten heard, oh, he, he heard the super sad story. He's like, oh, wait. Diamonds, diamonds and gold? Yeah, that's all I heard. <laughs> Fucking Fuck you, Spike. He's awful. You're an asshole. Tweak actually sacrifices himself and his family in order to protect his race, which is pretty noble. That's the most um, noble thing a leader can do, is sacrifice himself. It's very selfless, and it makes us uh, sympathize with Tweak a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, since Tweak... And Tweak and his race don't seem to use the noises that they make verbally to communicate. Do they share some kind of empathic telepa telepathic can they link? Telepathically, I'm guessing I'm, so. That would make the most sense to me. Because they don't. They, they're not, never shown here outside of when his mate and him are like looking at each other outside of that of that cage. They don't really talk to each other. Right. And even though they teach him language, it reminds me of a movie that I, I've seen so many clips of that I want to watch so bad that I just can't find it, though, called Arrival. Um, oh, yeah, I've seen that movie. It's great. It's, I, it's all, like, all about language and communicating. Yeah. How it, 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 it's really interesting. I, I really want to watch that movie. But that's what this made me think of. Um, and also, I'm curious, PK. Think, do me a favor. Think back to all of the Judge Dredd we've read so far, okay? Okay. Which... 80 some progs, it's yeah. quite, quite a bit. Is this the first time we see a shirtless man in Judge Dredd? Have we seen a shirtless man in Judge Dredd so far? Because Spikes is shirtless, and I don't, don't know. I don't know if we've seen anyone shirtless before. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Has Judge Dredd like, lost his uniform at I that point in time? appeared out of uniform. That's so... Well, I mean, he was that garbage collector. Okay, that but that was... A, that, yeah, that was <laughs> a weird, different uniform that was very similar. Yeah. He's he's also been in disguise before as another human being in different That's clothes. True. But I don't know. This might be the first time we see anyone shirtless, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. It's weird. Weird to think about. It is. Um... Also, uh, also, there is no death count this issue, for the most part. Um, no, no one dies in this issue, but we know the, the, the fates. 
I yeah, we know the fate of, of Tweak's family. I wanted to mention this because I saw this on the subreddit recently for Judge uh, Judge Dread. There is a so do you know what a simp is? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> so for any of our listeners who don't know what a simp is, uh, would you give us a, a just a, a general caveman definition of it, if you wouldn't mind? A there's simp there's a reason is for this. Someone who uh, constantly caves to women. Yeah. Who, who will find one woman and, and become borderline obsessed with them. And will simply do anything they, for they them. They ask, yeah. including and not limited to loaning money, giving money. Yeah. So it's... It's someone obsessed with a, a woman or women. Yeah. So that's what our modern term for a simp is. I saw this amazing bit of art, which apparently is in canon for Judge Dredd, which is him, like, looking at a crowd of people, and everyone is dressed insane i'm talking wearing giant chicken feet and riding unicycles made of hot dogs and they have signs that say i'm a simp and i'm proud and apparently uh, in 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 judge dread universe i'm not sure about this a simp was someone who's considered just simple and boring so they latch onto really weird things and make that their whole personality okay. like having chicken feet so <laughs> i, I can read this issue i'm like this is some fucked up shit that i want to read so i'm a simp and i'm proud simp together strong <laughs> Uh, I fucking love when when words change meaning, like yeah, that old the dicking of, thing we talked about. Yeah. Uh, the, the boner, the boner, the boner from Batman. I, I kept showing you. <laughs> Laugh at my boner, will they? I'll show the real boner. <laughs> fucking Joker. I'm just worried oh. about the boner he has in store for you, Batman. I love it boner so much. Meaning in that time period, a mistake, yeah, an error, yeah, something you you. You made a boner. You yeah. made some kind of grievous error. I love, I love English so much. Um, <laughs> Laugh at my boner, will they? <laughs> I don't need this micro penis jokes for nothing. Um, who's gonna make the biggest boner, Batman or the Joker? Oh, good God. Question is: Is there anything else you want to bring up about Prague eighty-one, Cursed Earth Park twenty-one, Tweak's story? Is Tweak gonna kill them? Is that what Judge Dredd's worried about? Is like. Why would he tell us all this? It's supposed to be a super secret. Unless. And Tweak turned out has a gun in each hand. <laughs> <laughs> well. But no one will believe you. <laughs> That's an interesting point. I get the impression that it's more like the, the path ahead is so dangerous that they're not going to succeed. Uh, and that Tweak thinks they're all going to die. That's a much better. That's a much better way to take it than the one I thought. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tweak like, would just turn around. And... You'll never know. Just breaks his neck like <laughs> shit. Um, that's a fair point. That's an interesting point. Um, what if... I also love that Judge Dredd's armor is still roughed up. I, I love this continuity. I love the continuity. The fact that the, the killdozer is destroyed and the, the... There's a hole in the ceiling still? From Satanus. Satanus yeah. ripped it open. So, yeah. It's I'm, not dinosaur proof. It is not. It's, now it's nuclear not, blast. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. No, definitely not anymore. Um, but we talked about this. We talked about... And we predicted about, like, what... What we thought the group would be... What kind of state would the group be by we the time did. they reached? We did. We talked about that. Uh, what is your prediction now? Because we've had Judge Gradgrind and Judge Patton die. I assume by the time they get to Mega City 2, it's going to be Spikes, Judge Dredd, and the, and just the Killdozer. Oh, so you're thinking Tweak's gone? You're thinking Judge Jack's gone? And the, the and Killdozer's the, gone? And, killdozer. and we just had the Land Raider. The Land Raider, that's right. Because so, the Land Raider is, I think, because of the... the the, the rate in which things have been dying and, and breaking, mm-hmm. I think by the time they get to Mega City 2, it's going to be 
like I said. Land Raider, Spikes, Judge Dredd. Yep. Okay, so we're going to keep that in mind. Land Raider, Spikes, Judge Dredd. That's your prediction. we have lost a lot. We have. We have lost two judges and a lot of war droids, and we've had a lot of damage to these poor characters and their equipment over this time. So I'm excited to see. I know where this goes. I know. I've already read ahead because I have yeah, to Yeah, because you have to get the show notes. Yeah, so... Uh, I, I'm excited to see how close does you to see how close you get. All right. Um, but you're predicting, you are predicting the death yeah. of Tweak, Judge Jack, and the Killdozer. Yeah, I feel like, because whenever anyone tells you about them, their ba- your backstory, it's just a bad sign. Oh, yeah, it's the, it's the, my friends call me dead meat, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Here, I'll show you this cure to cancer. I know, I'll do it after this de- <laughs> deadly air show I'm about to do. That shit, you know. Here's a picture of my family. That's my girlfriend back home. <laughs> Stop! No, no! <laughs> it just explodes in blood. Yeah, that's, that's the trope, right? Yeah. So I can totally see why you think Tweak would die. That makes a lot of sense. Um, our next prog is called Alien Messiah. And I want to know, are they talking about Tweak? I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. Um, a messiah is someone who predicts the future, right? Who uh, yeah, a messiah is someone who, who has, it's usually in, in ter- used in terms of like religious yeah. uh, 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 context. Yeah. And it's someone who can predict the future or perform miracles. Yeah. Who is stated to lead a group of people mm-hmm. uh, to enlightenment. Yeah. So... We'll see whether or not this is referring to Tweak or someone else in Prog 82, Cursed Earth, Part 22, Alien Messiah. PK, uh, I'm going to have you read our narration Hold block. on, are we, re- are we recording already? Should oh I- yeah, we're recording. I was not, uh, I, just, I got <laughs> fucking blindsided by this fucking, whatever the fuck is going on. There's a lot going on. Go for it. Uh, Tweak is strapped to a cross. Yes, uh... <laughs> As part of the most famous messiah in history. I would describe it almost as an anti-masturbation cross. cross. Of course. <laughs> Our favorite type of cross. Uh, the, the greatest invention of the 21st century. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen the people that the kid on the cross? Yeah. Looking over. Oh, it's... dude. I fucking know about the anti-masturbation cross. That's what Adam Smith from the says. My ancestors, my ancestors smiling upon me, Imperial. Oh. Can you say the same? Jesus Christ. That is fucked up. My ancestors are smiling upon me, Imperial. That is some fucked up shit. I love that. I mean, I was raised Roman Catholic. I know I know about the anti-masturbation cross. Can you say the same? <laughs> um, but no, Tweak is like chained and padlocked. In a in like a medical lab. Yeah. And he's like upright. He's like up uh Yeah, it's 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 more of a medical table that Yeah. But I he, I don't know why he's fucking manacled at the wrists and hanging. Yeah. His legs are also manacled. And they have a clearly some kind of weird sciencey scientific science device. Oh, yeah, they got the, the scanner and the in the in the bopper. And they got uh like a a weird headband on them with all these little like wires coming off of it. Oh um, no! And there's scientists basically poking and prodding him and looking at machines in the background. If you want to go for the narration block up here real quick, I'd appreciate I it. I the point of, is that like an Asian American doctor down there with that face and that name? Oh, absolutely. Oh no! <laughs> Keep going. Okay. <laughs> While Judge Dread Lanner was being repaired, the alien tweak continued his strange story and how he and his family had been kidnapped from their home planet and brought us specimens to Earth. I appreciate you emphasizing the bold words. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, we see Tweak is like, Tweak, oh, Tweak, a Tweak. Fucking, like, a fucking little like headband on yeah. it of like 
designed to, to, to measure brain waves, yeah. brain power. We assume that they're trying to test him for intelligence, right? Um, one of the... <laughs> I'll have you read for the scientist over here. Incredible! Our tests show that this creature has a greater intelligence than us! A greater intelligence than us! So, yeah. Uh, their science machines are telling them that Tweak is really smart. Smarter than humans. So it can just measure intelligence. How do put you... A, put a pin in that. Okay. Put put a big... Because I don't... Take, take, the, take a harpoon gun... <laughs> And shoot that into a How wall. How do you measure intelligence? With, with science machines, obviously. Oh, yeah. They're scientists. They all have white lab coats on and weird helmets. You can measure intelligence by, like, what, the temperature of his brain? And they're not... Is it brain size? I mean, because there is a direct correlation between, like, brain matter, the shape of a brain, because there are smooth, smooth, dumb brains. Well, this is... We're talking only with mammals on Earth or, and rept That's reptiles. True. We don't know about anything about biology at all. I mean, you think about, like, what is it? Octopus or octopi have, like, their brains are in their tentacles, like, they distributed throughout their... They have brain stems in their tentacles. Yeah, they have brain matter in their tentacles. It's fucking... That... Octopi and funguses are some of the most weird, crazy stuff on Earth, Hell and yeah. they're the most unrelated to anything else. Yeah. So much Jellyfish so... are lacking a brain completely, Yeah. but somehow still have brain tissue in, in some of their tentacles and feelers and tissue. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, one of the scientists is saying, in response to the, the... One scientist saying he's really smart, another scientist is responding, but he looks and acts so dumb! I do not like that guy. <laughs> Uh, and now we have a, um, group, another group of scientists, same one who we assume are looking at Tweak. He's like looking at a little fucking microscope slide, just like in his in his hand. And he's like hmm. scratching his chin, like hmm. maybe he's acting. We'll run the tests again. If he is, he won't be able to keep it up for long. So they're gonna test him again to see if he's intelligent. You know? Yeah. Um, I'll go ahead for our narration. We have this really good it's shot, though. This oh, the really reflection awesome in his eye. eye. Like, it's zoomed in on his face. On Tweak's face. Yeah, and we can see, like, in, in, in the reflection in his eye, the scientists are leaning in with, like, syringes. Syringe, yeah. And, like, Ugh. It's really, it's really good and, like, artistry. It's such a good, it's like, it's like, his eye is so blank and innocent to yeah. show all this shit happening. They got the big cow eyes are really, yeah. really adorable. Um, but Tweak suffered all the horrible tests without revealing he was intelligent. For only by his sacrifice could he save his people and planet, save them from a fate worse than death. Human beings! <laughs> and that's the line. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely the line. Uh, fate worse than death. Human beings. So, we turn the page, and... Oh, I almost lost my spot. Uh, we have a... Beautiful young scientist wearing, uh, female scientist wearing like a t-shirt and overalls uh, with a pocket watch, and she's using a key to unlock tweak the, the from manacles. The manacles. Is she wearing a, a, a is she wearing like a bathing suit? Are her legs exposed? Oh, that's a good point. She looks like she's wearing a one piece one piece futuristic bathing suit for some reason. I don't know Science why. Science is weird. Science is weird. Science rules. Science rules. Uh, one scientist is saying, "Take him down." Go ahead. If the humans knew the truth, they would return to his planet and discover the and discover the underground farms where his people had harvested gold, diamonds, and, and other rocks for food. And now we see Tweak is being uh, wheeled out on some kind of like stretcher-like thing or table by As two women now in, yeah. in bathing suits with weird futuristic helmet thing <laughs> flaps. Pa he's being wheeled past the cages that contain his uh, children and his mate. Yeah, the humans would make the humans would mine it. And his people would starve while the humans grew rich 
and they spread their pollution and diseases. One of the scientists says, give him the alien IQ tests again. The alien IQ test. So you were... That's how you do it. You were talking about it. You were talking about it. So let's... Good thing we have alien IQ tests. PK, PK. Pause. Don't look. Don't look. What what do you suspect is the alien IQ test? Okay. We have a lot of science fiction going on in this world. Yeah, we do. This is more sci-fi than than cyberpunk right now. Okay. I'm going to assume, again, I've... Okay, so I have a weird obsession with apes right now. Great apes, like chimpanzees, gorillas, and... Orangutans, those are three great apes. Okay. Then there are there are there are medium apes like uh, bonobos and uh, oh god, what are the the ones with the claws? They're really really agile ones. Oh, like lemurs and stuff. Those are monkeys. They have oh tails. shit, you're right. Um, uh, uh, I can't remember their names right now, but I like them too a lot. Yeah. Gibbons. 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 Yes. I love medium apes like Gibbons. Yeah. Um. So and they they test these apes' intelligence. They do stuff like. There's the the recognition test. Mm-hmm. They'll take a monkey and make or ape, not a monkey, ape. An ape. Make sure they recognize it. They they put something on their face. They smear something on their face. Nail polish, mm-hmm. uh, marker, oh, paint, I, I whatever. Know where this is going. And they put them in front of a mirror. Yep. And if that depending, like apes have failed and passed this test, which shows that there was a gigantic intelligence in some apes and not in others. Yeah. Like there's a, a huge gap. Like. They're not all uniformly of one intelligence. But they look in a mirror and they wipe it off their yeah, own face. Yeah, some apes will try to wipe it off. Some apes see an ape in a mirror and go bananas and start attacking the mirror. Yeah. That... And the same way they do they do this with children, too. Yeah. And so I'm assuming, that's a long way of saying, I'm assuming that the alien IQ tests are of similar nature, mm-hmm. that they're going to do things like and try to gauge with, with very little knowledge how intelligent a creature is by, like, try, does it recognize itself? I, Can it solve simple puzzles? I remember watching... Can it, it do, like, a memory puzzle? I, I, that's very fair. I remember watching a really cool TED Talk a while back about animals understanding fairness. And they had... You would love it. But there was... The, the, the test they had, they had two uh, small monkeys, most likely. Um, and they were in uh, glass cubes. They were vented in air. And they would... Uh, they could see each other. And they would have a thing where if they, like, rang a bell or did something they would give the, the monkey a uh, a little piece of cucumber. Okay. And the, the the scientist made a joke that, like, apes' taste is directly related, correlated, with the expensiveness of the fruit. So the more expensive a fruit is, the more they love it, because it's more sugar and more, yeah. more fun, more tasty. So cucumber is effectively, like, liquid, like, solid water. It's, like, almost no flavor, no sustenance, really. Um, one of the uh, monkeys rings a bell. They give him a slice of cucumber. He eats it. He's happy. Other monkey does the same thing, give him a slice of cucumber, he's happy. They're both fine with the cucumber. And then they start giving one of the monkeys a grape, which is a huge upgrade. Yeah, tastes and better, sweeter. The other monkey can see that the other monkey's getting a grape, and it starts rejecting and getting pissed about being given cucumber for the same task. And so it understands a sense of fairness and like this isn't fair and it starts like like what's wrong with my bell and it's trying it's getting pissed it's That's really interesting. There's another test I saw like that test they would they give apes these vouchers or it was an orangutan like, this voucher will get you a watermelon this voucher will get you you know something you don't like like yeah. um like cucumber or yeah. or uh, like uh like uh cantaloupe or something like that cuz I know what apes like cuz they would see which ones they go for first. And then they would say, okay, so they would figure out that this color voucher gets you this fruit that you like. Mm-hmm. And then they would leave the fruit in another room, and they would put the vouchers in the middle of the room, 
and they would like try to get the best vouchers because oh. I knew which ones got the good fruit. That's interesting. They can they can relate one to another basically. Yeah, That's really interesting. God, so, apes are awesome. <laughs> so. That, like I said, it's a very long way of saying, I think that's what they're going to do this week. Okay, let's see how close you come. Um, we have a scientist holding a book that says, Encyclopedia of the Earth, up to Tweak. And he's saying, now Tweak, this is a book. What do you do with a book? Twack. And uh, go for our next, uh, go ahead and describe. So, spitting in the face of everything I said. <laughs> 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 they weren't doing intelligent tests. They give him a book. Yep. And he eats it. Takes a big bite out of the book. Yep. And the female scientist is laughing and giggling. The male scientist has his head in his hands. Yeah. Um, no, you don't eat it, you dumb animal. What? <laughs> um, and uh, go for it. Do you want to describe our next panel? <laughs> I like that we went to death. About how we, not scientists, yeah. would measure this animal's intelligence. Yeah. And job. what they do is way stupider than They're we They're actual said. scientists of the future, and they hand an alien a book written in English. What's What do you do with the book? What do you do with the book, huh, Tweak? You're not so smart now, are you? What a bad test. Keep going. Look at the next panel if you want to describe it for me real quick. <laughs> Go ahead. If you will tell me what's going on here, PK. They have given Tweak a rifle. Yes, they have given him a rifle. I hope that it's like some kind of replica rifle or something. He, and he, they're trying to recognize if you. They're trying to see if you can recognize objects that are on Earth, things that he, of course, would have no correlation to. These are bad scientists. <laughs> and Tweak's staring down the barrel. Tweak has the gun reversed and is looking down the barrel of it, holding it aloft. And the scientist has both his head in his hands. The both, yeah, his head in both his hands. Oh, sorry, his head in both of his he hands. He only has one head. This is true. The thick brute doesn't understand weapons either. He's pointing the gun at we gave him at himself. They gave him a gun. A gun. <laughs> they gave him a gun. Have you seen the new Planet of the Apes movies? Uh, I have not seen any of them, but I know, I know what happens in them. They're all really good. I yes. like the one with uh, the guy from Cheers. Is probably my favorite one. Uh. Ah, oh, fucking Lita, what's his name? He's in, like, everything now. Woody Harrelson? Woody Harrelson! Yes. Uh, that's from, but in the one before that, mm -hmm. which has, like, uh, I think the guy from, like, a bunch of other shit. James Franco? No, that's the second, that's the first one. That's the first one, yeah. But, uh, there's a part where the monkey's like, you know, not monkey. Apes. It's okay. He's, like, all pretending to be dumb. He's, like, trying to get on the human's good side, because they're there looking for a... A, a, a cache of weapons they had left there, mm -hmm. and they and the apes think they're they had told the apes that they're there to help uh, open up the dam to provide hydroelectricity to the city. Mm -hmm. So, they're, but they're really looking for weapons. And one of the apes finds out. And he's like trying to like see what they're doing, and he goes and like pretends to be a dumb ape, and you know he's like rolling around and playing, and he like, takes a gun like no no no, and he like pretends he like looks down it. And then he turns it all of a sudden on them and kills them both. That's amazing. I did not know. Th I gotta look at that scene. That's an amazing fucking scene. Oh, yeah. Um, next panel, can you describe real quick, PK? I'd much appreciate it. Go ahead. Tariq is walking into the wall beside the door. Yes. Like, uh, he just missed the door completely. The science? Like the old Mitch Hedberg joke. I want to go to Target and, and miss the door. <laughs> <laughs> that is what's happening. And the scientist has hand on hip gesturing like, oh, you idiot. He uh, can't even walk through a door! Yes, I'm afraid he's definitely stupid! Um, so, that's the IQ test. That was the whole thing. That was it. They gave him a gun, a book, and tried to let him walk through a door. That's not good test. Well, the door <laughs> one makes a little sense. The door one is like, I mean, a mouse can do that. Walk through a fucking gap. Yeah. 
I, I don't know Tweet, what. You're selling it too fucking hard. That's here. selling it a little hard. It might be. Um, <laughs> Dial it back. Our next panel shows uh, a scientist bent over, and he had, like, a bag of candies that Tweak has, like, whapped out of his hands, and the, the scientist is going to give the candies to his kids. Yeah. And a scientist in the background, originally who was doing the test, is saying... And vicious! With, and vicious with it! All Dr. Armstrong did was offer Tweak's kitty some sweets! Get them all out of my sight! They're of no more interest! And Tweak is... <laughs> as he's, like, swiping it away. Yeah. So, uh... In our next panel, if you want to read the narration here, PK. Uh, Tweak's fears about the dark side of human nature were realized when he later, when later he and his family were sold into slavery. Uh, and now, this panel, we have... Uh, it's a pretty interesting panel, honestly. It's... Oh, it's the dude! Yeah. It's it's the bad guy from Rescuers Down Under! It's the fairy He's master. Back. The fairy master is back. Yes, we see him... With uh, one of the scientists, he's looking at Tweak through the bars of a cage. Yeah. Uh, to Tweak's uh, right, our left, there's a weird fucking other alien that doesn't look anything like him. To Tweak's uh, left, his our right, is his family. family. And, and then... Off-panel is some tentacles. Off-panel is the Cthulhu, basically. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a pile of eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, pile of eyeballs and tentacles. Um, and there's also a... Very southern plantation owner oh, esque man. Oh, his suit and his wide brimmed hat. And, and he's got a little girl. And like her little fucking ribbony ass dress. Like and and like curled a, hair yeah, and a and bow. But her little teddy bear. Yeah. She's the the bad guy from Cats Don't Dance. Oh my god, you're absolutely right. I cannot believe you remember that movie. <laughs> Holy shit. I love that movie. I that was that a movie great was. movie. It was really good. It's one of the best non-Disney, non-Blue movies, animated movies I've seen. That's a very narrow category still. Yeah. But damn, yeah. That's I would say really... it's better than some Disney Blue movies. A lot of them. Yeah. Better than New Mulan, Mulan at least. I haven't seen that. Better than no one has. Home on the Range. Home on the Range. That was like the Disney 2D animated movie that made them stop making 2D animated movies for 20 years, 10 years. Are you serious? Yeah. It had like Roseanne Barr, Ellen DeGeneres, and I can't remember who the third Kyle was. I don't remember. And I think, I think John Goodman was the bad guy? What the fuck? It's a bad movie. It's, <laughs> like I said, it's a movie, the animated movie they made before Princess and the Frog. You remember how long? Do you remember any? You remember how long they weren't making? It was a long time before Princess. And the, like there was a huge gap before. Yeah. It was all Pixar. It was just Pixar, yeah. Pixar, Pixar. Home on the Range was the last animated movie they made before Princess and the Frog. That's crazy. Do you remember a movie? Now hear me out. Probably. I where love animation. It's animation where a guy gets turned into a frog, and then grows up to be a human-sized frog detective. It's like Freddie Prince Jr. I, I I can't. It was I, I gotta look up human frog movie. I I don't remember the uh, human frog animated movie. It's not. A, I don't think it's a blue or a Disney movie, but I know this. It feels it's, like a weird, like UK movie. Uh, it was yes, and it's not Princess and the Frog. I know this movie. Uh, Freddie as F R O seven. Uh, that is what it is. Uh, so it is yep. this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I remember this movie very vaguely. It is very weird. Freddy the Frog. Yeah, Freddy the Frog. Uh, F Freddy as F R O seven. Oh, this is as known as Freddy the Frog. Yep. Uh, Nineteen ninety two British animated musical action fantasy British. comedy film. I do remember this fucking movie. It's really weird. Starring the voice of Ben Kingsley. 
Uh, Sir Ben Kingsley? Yeah. Uh, inspired by the bedtime stories uh, as Visky told to his son about his favorite fro- a toy frog working as a secret agent. Okay. Um, in a parody of James Bond. Holy shit. I don't know why we got onto that, but Freddy as F-O-7. I remember this movie. <laughs> you request for Camelot? Oh my. Next stop, Camelot! <laughs> Fuck yeah, I remember that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. Let's talk about a bunch of animated movies that no one cares about. That are just so obscure. I love that shit. That's fucking Titan A.E. Treasure Planet. Dude, Titan A.E. Oh god, who was the bad guy in Titan A.E.? It was, uh... It was the, the Protoss-looking motherfuckers who were, yeah, like, no, it was, it was, energy. But who was the bad guy on the ship? Oh. Like, everyone on the, everyone on the ship was a bad guy because the cat was evil. Yeah. But it was, uh, uh, you know, fucking... It was Timon. Are you Nathan Lane? Yeah, it was what Nathan the Lane. fuck? You know, d- darling girl, really. Oh, oh, the guy who looked like a weird kind of dog. Like a like weird donkey kangaroo kind of dog, person. yeah. That's Nathan of... fucking Lane. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. I, I love animation so much. I love too, animation dude. so much. We're currently, like, watching Primal together. Uh, oh, my God. Jenny Tartakovsky's uh, Primal. Jenny Tartakovsky's fucking magnum opus, in my opinion. I love this show so Gitty much. Jenny Tartakovsky, who has made a, almost a career out of, like, no dialogue, heavy action. Like, you look at the fight scenes in Powerpuff Girls and Samurai Jack, and he does it beautifully. Yeah. And he takes this and Primal and turns it into <laughs> fucking... 25. Yeah, it's just it's just art the entire time. Holy shit, let's talk about Judge Dredd. Let's talk about Judge Dredd. Sorry. Holy <laughs> crap, I can talk about that shit all the time. But we see <laughs> our next podcast. <laughs> Please, no, I can only do one. Um so the uh fairy master is pointing at Tweak through the bars of his cage, saying, Give him a good Australian accent, if you would. He's a strong looking animal. I'll buy him from my fairy. And the southern Dude, planet. Sir, do you mean like a boat or do you mean like a a gay lover or <laughs> Oh, God, no, it's for fairy, my, F-E-R-R-Y. For my fairy. No, no, no. I want to look the slave owner, the sign. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is a weird, uh, anyway. Weird question, but. Southern Plantation owner is saying, I'll buy the others. So he's buying he's Tweak's buying family. He's Tweak's daughter. A Tweak's. That's how the Tweak's twin kids and wife. That's why they're, he tried to escape all the time to go to the other plantation. Yup. Oh my fucking God. So we see. I, the, stuff that I cared about and <laughs> forgot I cared about. I am now caring about again. The fairy master is dragging Tweak away, chained at the neck, as he's reaching out, trying to get to his family. The family's being taken away yeah. by the southern plantation owner, who's saying, Miss Sophie will like to play with the little fur ones up at the big house. Oh, the, that's that's very uh, antebellum language. Yeah. The big house. Yeah. Because they had small houses, and guess who they were for? The, the aliens. The aliens! <laughs> Clearly the aliens. Uh, I don't know who you thought, but I'm thinking aliens, honestly. <laughs> if I remember my history correctly, there was a big house and there was a small house. Let's fuck the freaking The little girl, however, is saying, she's like cheering, like holding her hands like up. Oh, yes! So she's got the clear lisp. Got a little lisp. But soon, up at the big house. God damn it! <laughs> And that's the line. <laughs> Soon, up at the big house. That's one of the, one of the lines. Anyways, uh, if you want to describe what's going uh, on. What's the name? Miss Sophie, which I'm assuming is a plantation owner. He, who is a plantation owner? Yeah, clearly. Uh, his daughter is, uh, is, is running. Oh, my God. She got... Oh, yeah. She, 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 I, she's, like, bleeding from the hands. And she's screaming and crying. Don't want to play them no more. They bit me when I tried to put dress on them. And the two little kids in the background are like, and they're indoors. Yeah. Um, go ahead and describe the next panel for me, PK. 
Keep going. Don't 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 don't, no, don't worry about it. Keep going. Uh, um, <laughs> did they give this guy a name? Uh, no, they do not. Just plantation okay, just, owner. Just Miss Sophie. Yep. Uh, <laughs> plantation owner is loading a revolver. Yep. Two bullets. Two. Oh my god. <laughs> As Miss Sophie is still throwing a little shit, I'm gonna scream and scream and scream. It is written T H C W E A M. Squeam. Squeam and squeam. And the plantation owner, it's like, she's, like, yelling in the in the foreground, and the very close ground, it's him loading the bullets, the close-up on the gun. Now, don't worry your pretty little head about them vicious critters, Miss Sophie. I'll take them outside and uh, deal with them. So, uh, loading two bullets to kill the children. Um, go ahead, if you want to turn the page, PK, give us a little descriptor of what's going on. I'm afraid. It's okay. Oh, no. Go ahead and start with the, the As, narration. In the plantation, Twix's golden-furred mate had been working suddenly with her alien powers of foreseeing the future. She knew what was going to happen. As it shows the golden-haired Twix race out in, the, out, in, out in the field picking cotton. Yup. Yup. With the little bat With the little basket and the necklace. and the, Oh, my God. Yup. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, this is the worst. This is worse than Judge Chavez and Judge Chico and Che. Chico and Che. This is pretty bad. This is really bad. Um, I mean, the Asian doctor in the first panel with—I saw his name tag, Andy. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't even look at his name tag. What was uh, his name it's tag? It's kind of obscure, but it looks like it says Doctor Chin. I thought you couldn't... I think you, there's a K at the end that you can't... Oh, no. Oh, no. I, no, no, no. No. I think that's what they're alluding no. to. No. None of that. None of that. And also, I mean, I saw on the back of one of the scientists' heads, it has Isinger. Uh, <laughs> so, as in, like, the Nazi experimenter, what's his name? Kissinger? Kissinger. Is Henry Kissinger is a is a famous like uh, communicator. And what am I thinking of then? Uh, there was uh, the guy. Oh god, who was the guy at Auschwitz? It wasn't because um, the famous German scientist. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, this is fucked up. That's what we're saying. It's fucked this up. This definitely shows what era it was written in. Yeah. 1978. You can't write this shit nowadays. Um, god, is his name really Doctor Chink? I don't fucking know. I We're do. never going to mite this character again. And it didn't even show his full name tag. But it says Chin. So and, I, the, and the end of it is obscure. Yeah, I really hope and it's he, not. And the look on his face is very... It looks like Dr. Savannah, the, the, the fucking Captain Marvel villain from like the 1940s who was... I got nothing big for Big buck teeth. Oh, no. It's like the Family Guy parody of like that shit. It oh, is. Oh, God. Um, PK, desperately... Uh, the the mothers desperately ran to their aid. Go ahead and give me a just. This is a really good panel work. Uh, it, um, as as the plantation owner with his fucking bolo tie is dragging the kids, yep. by the chain and they're they're manacled around the neck, uh-huh. and he's aiming the gun at them and says, "So you want some too, huh?" The mother is running towards the group, uh, arms raised, screaming in panic, and we see a big plantation house in the back, clearly like southern inspired. Oh yeah, it's got the it's got that southern gothic look with the the A-frame roofing and the and the wraparound porch. The wraparound porch is a big thing. And the, and the little gazebo tower. Um so the mother As much as I hate that culture. You can recognize it. I it's, love that architecture. It's beautiful architecture, but oh man. Um I, 
<laughs> so, I hate the way what it represents, but it does look amazing. Continuing across, she knew what was going to happen, desperately ran to their aid, and tried to take the bullets for them. Go ahead, PK. <sighs> she did, tried to take them. And she's shot. Yeah. Twice. Or uh, I, I can't twelve. But at, she's at shot. Least once. And she goes, tweak, tweak, tweak. But um, as she died, and she's like looming over the plantation over there, fist raised high. And then she she brings it down, and then it looks like she busts his head open. Yep. And the guy like la- la- lays there going, "Arg!" Um, and go for our narration again. Meanwhile, Tweak, desperate to be reunited with his family, had escaped, only to find them too late. So, if you could look back at the uh, the panel where the the mate gets shot, you can see there's also expo- an explosion of, of of liquid coming from the chest of uh, one of the kids. So the bullet went through his mate. Went through mate her and hit the kid? And hit the kids. But um, both so, of them? Yeah. Shot all three with one bullet. Damn, I'm well, trying to be mad at this guy, but that's a good fucking kill. If you look at the, the artwork, he clearly has the both of them lined up. Yeah. So if she got between them, it kind of makes sense that he would hit all three, but it's it's crazy that the bullet passed that far. Yeah, that must be a fucking powerful-ass revolver. Uh, probably, but that's still really fucking sad. Our that- next... Panel of Tweet going insane with his sharp teeth and his hand raised high. Yeah, the next. That's panel. the most bestial primal panel. Yeah, in Judge Dread. Tweet, uh, Tweet. Well, I mean, we did just get done with Satanus, and there was a lot of. I okay, this is on par with anything Satanus has done. But Tweet is the like rage. Raised. Yeah, he's raised his arms to the sky. He's screaming with his giant teeth and tongue uh, out. So he's just uh, beside himself in in rage and pain. Um, and then our next panel, we cut to where we've already seen him at the grave of his family with all the rocks piled o- over them. Go ahead, PK. Then, as Judge Dredd already knew, Tweak had buried them according to the custom on his planet, laying rocks on their grave, food for their journey after death. And now our, our story has come back full circle. We see um, the Killdozer Land Raider linked up. Spikes is like leaning an elbow against it, like gesturing with his thumb up. Yeah. Judge Jack has popped out the roof again, arms waving as the in, in cheer, and Judge Dredd and Tweak are standing next to each other, looking on the scene. And I Sp- bet Spikes every is like, like leaning in, like he did anything. Yeah, <laughs> did nothing. Oh, what a hard day! What a hard day's work for Spikes Harvey Rotten. <laughs> and he's saying to the group, "That's a heck of a story, Tweak, old buddy." With the lady. <laughs> My God! <laughs> but the ladder's the ladder has been repaired, and je- death. Ma- you got, you got it. He's so dismissive. Yeah, he just doesn't give a shit. Well, that's a great story, but all the cards, Rick. Let's go. <laughs> What's that? The meme, like, interesting. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's awful. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> uh, keep. That's a heck of a story, Tweak old buddy. But the ladder has just been repaired and, and Death Valley to cross. <laughs> just Death Valley to cross and we've made it. <laughs> he's, so, he's so done. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> your whole family? Your whole race? You're from a different planet? You say diamonds? Anyway. Anyway. Judge Red is saying, uh, arms crossed, not hands on hips, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, we'll be with you in a minute, Spikes. And now we have like a close-up moment between Judge Dredd and Tweak. Dredd saying, You sacrificed yourself and your family to save your planet. But what makes you think I won't report the underground mineral farms on your planet and a fleet of mining ships be sent out to tear your home apart? 
And to which Tweak says, I trust you, Judge Dredd. And now the, the camera kind of like the shot goes the opposite side of them. And we see Spikes is like getting onto a bike in the background. Yeah, one of the, the Q bikes. Q bikes, yep. And Spikes. Oh, no. Poor... <laughs> what? Keep going. Oh, no. Poor Spikes. But it didn't really matter. If he heard, he will die in... He will die in Death Valley. Death Valley. It is very sad. <laughs> Your face is right this now. A, is this a threat? Or is this a psychic... Psychic... A, a psychic thing? Well, maybe we'll see. We got another page here to go. Uh, Dredd is looking on uh, into the distance at us through the camera, and in the background, the silhouette of Tweak is aborting the killdozer with spikes behind him holding something in his hand. Yeah. But uh, Dredd's thinking to himself, By Stom, can Tweak's race really see into the future? To it, And we hear in the background Spikes is saying to Tweak, Listen, Tweak, old friend. What you need is a business manager to protect your interests. Repeating his line from before. Yep. <clears throat> Uh, now he has a piece of paper. That goofy ass face. Yeah, and he's got a big, a shit-eating grin, and he's offering a pen to Tweak. Go yeah. ahead. You're the boss of this planet, right? So just sign this paper. I've made it out. Making Spikes hardly rotten, your agent, and entitling me to a modest 50% of the profits, okay? We'll see, Spikes. We'll see. There ain't much time. We're almost at Death Valley. I'm almost about, I'm almost gonna die, Tweak. <laughs> he doesn't know that. He doesn't know that. <laughs> then the journey's in. So just sign the dotted line, huh? Will it make you happy, Spikes? You bet it will. So, go for it, PK. Wow, this is the most. This not is, only is he shirtless, this is very. This is like the most detailed human torso we've seen. Yeah, this is a really good artwork of Spikes raising the contract yeah, high. Yeah, fucking over over his head. He's ripped too. He's jacked. yeah. He is fucking. He's fucking defined. And he's also pretty tan, so we imagine they're getting a lot of heat where they're at. Yeah. But he's cheering, raising this contract in the air. Yahoo! I own half a planet. Me, Spikes Harvey Rotten, raising the gutters of Mega City One. I'll be a someday, I'll be a somebody at last. <laughs> First punk billionaire with solid gold earrings. As and they drive <laughs> As they drive forward onto the distance. Keep going. Death Valley, here I come! And and the terror that waited there got ready to welcome them. <laughs> it's like Judge Red's on the back looking over at Spikes. Spikes. <laughs> uh I think I should tell you, uh, just at random. If you want to read You're a good buddy, Spikes. <laughs> Go for the bottom of the page. Next prog. Legion of the Damned. <laughs> and that is going to end prog 82. So, kind of, oh, kind of a big, big, like, thing Those dropped there. Those are some there. big fucking bombs, yeah. Uh, settings and places... We go back to the Mississippi in the, in the south by yeah, the plantation. Yeah, we go back to where we found Tweak. Uh, but we also spend um, a little bit of time in some unnamed science lab, uh, which we can assume was with bikini like a, babes. With bikini babes, we assume this is they're in one piece ones. We assume that this is the uh, like alien nature reserve scientists. Yeah. Um, so we don't really see any new places, but we do know we're approaching Death Valley. Characters, we get to see our fairy master again from the Slay Riders, <laughs> Tweak's original captor, the bad guy from Rescuers Down Under. <laughs> Very much that guy. Uh, we also meet Sophie, a spoiled, lisping plantation owner's daughter whose father purchases Tweak's family. Who caused the death of Tweak's family and her dad. Yeah, yeah. And she's probably going to starve to death now because she has no one else. 
Unless they have more workers. They possibly. probably have more people to take care of. She's probably the owner now. And now she lives. Now she she's going to come big, back as a villain. She owns the big house. Do you remember that one Batman animated series with a young girl who, like, the lady who didn't age and she was like a girl? Baby doll. A, baby doll. Yeah. I fucking loved that, that shit. That was the most. Fucked up shit. Fucked up shit. Dude, the end of the episode when she's like in the Hall of Mirrors and, and she sees herself. As an adult? Yeah. Oh, God. That and was fucking... Rarely ever do you get a, an, an animation that like deep and like hard hitting and I love that shit. Yeah. I love that shit. I'm a huge fan of fucking animation if you don't know. Oh, yeah. Um, Dude, I mean, we've bonded over this a lot of times. I hell, love animation. Hell yeah. That's why we're watching Primal. That um, is. Terrible slang, made up words, Judge Red One-Liners, we got a lot this issue. Alright. Uh, only by his sacrifice could he, uh, he save his people and his planet, save them from a fate worse than death. Human <laughs> beings! Like, <laughs> reminds me so, so much of the fucking, uh, it was man. <laughs> it was man! <laughs> the most evil of all creatures. I've created this machine to show us the worst animal on Earth. It was man! I love that shit. Um, I didn't know this. I'll squeam and squeam and squeam is a reference to a book called Just William, written by Rick Mall Crompton, I could be butchering that, in 1922. A reoccurring character called Violet Elizabeth Bolt is portrayed as a lisping, spoiled daughter. And she says something akin to, I'll squeam and squeam and squeam until I'm thick. Um, and that is like oh. her, her go-to like catchphrase. Kind of a Steve Urkel, um... Did, did I, I do, do that? that? Hey, big guy. Yeah, it's very much her catchphrase. So it's funny that, that she shows up as an annoying character here. Radio Shack. And clearly, if this character is like the same as that character from Cats Don't Dance, that character is also based on Violet Elizabeth Bolt, as we learned. So oh, shit. I didn't know this shit. So it's the clear, like... The spoiled, lisping, curly-haired daughter. What was in this book? Uh, it was called Just William. Just William. Yeah. Okay. Um, and apparently, it's like a, a compendium of like shorter stories. I don't know. It it sounds. It, it's really weird. I didn't go into too deep. Right. I can go too far into Wikipedia. Yeah. Sometimes. sometimes we go down rabbit holes too far. Um, my my favorite personal line in this in this uh, issue is one we kind of glossed over. Is where uh, Judge Dredd, you trust you? Uh, he like. Tweak, uh, Tweak says, uh, I trust you, Judge Dredd. And Dredd throws spikes? And spikes? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> is fantastic. Oh, no. Oh, no. Have you seen that guy? <laughs> like, Tweaks is in a... Oh, no. No. No, not even a Oh, no. Bit. Poor I, Spikes, though. I, I'm only saying it because he's about to die. <laughs> and also, my favorite line is also... First punk billionaire there, with solid gold, gold earrings. earrings. Like I love that whole speech. Like the fact that it's raised so, in the gut as a mega city world. Like you also feel bad for him. Yeah, it's he, like his whole. I'm gonna be a billionaire, and all I can think of to do is have gold earrings. Like, jeez, he's kind of simple in a way. Uh, he likes earrings. He's one of those people who, if he ever he had a grenade won, earring for a long time. This is true. If he ever won the lottery, he'd be broke the next week. <laughs> he really he's is. that guy. With he, his solid gold, with his solid gold mansion in his race car. Yeah, it would just mean nothing. It's all gone. Um, monsters. We see a couple of the aliens that were uh, from the previous issues. Yeah. Um, world building. I gotta talk about the alien IQ tests. I gotta talk about oh it. God, they're um, so dumb. The alien IQ tests involve asking an alien to read a book. If giving, you're so smart, take this object you've never seen before and uh, figure it out. And giving it a gun. <laughs> giving it a gun. And trying to get it to walk through a door. Despite the scientists saying aloud, this alien is more intelligent than us, and maybe it's just acting, they really do a piss poor job of determining that. 
Like, it could just be Walk acting. through this door if you're so smart. Thunk. It could have an inner ear infection. I mean, if it's that intelligent, if it's more intelligent than you, and it could be acting, what's stopping it from acting still? Like, wh <laughs> why is... Like, okay, it's acting. It what can't is, be acting so much that it would eat a book. <laughs> it can't be acting still. It can't like, be acting so much it would walk into a wall. I, it just, I love the trope, and I, 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 I'm lo I love and fr I'm frustrated of the trope of dumb humans in powerful roles. Yeah. And it's like, oh, God, it's so bad. Trope, that's real life. That is fun. Oh, Idiocracy is one <laughs> of the scariest movies ever made. Listen, we had this president. Oh, please, no. Uh, <laughs> when Sophie gets bit by one of the sharp-toothed, uh, giant, clawed baby aliens. Who's she trying to force into human clothes? What animal ever lets you dress it up? Number one. one. Two, you gave your daughter two aliens with giant claws and sharp teeth. Yeah, you've seen fucking Tweak open his mouth and those teeth. Holy like, shit, what do you what do you fucking expect's gonna happen? She's lucky she didn't get fucking her hand bitten off. She um, but her first, father's first response is to load a gun and take him out back. Just this shoot is the aliens. Now that's 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 in keeping with the fucking. You know, theme though of 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 that of that character trope of like, get my precious little daughter's fault. Gotta shoot these animals. Yeah, it's it's the not it's it's the Veruca Salt kind yeah. of shit. It's that very sport, and she has the curly hair, has the frilly little dress. I want it now. Oh, I I fucking hate that character so much. But she's meant to be hated, and that's why I she love her. Um, when she says the thing and it says rotten, and she falls to. I love that movie. So good. It's a it's. Favorite part of that movie is the boat ride. The boat ride is the best part of that movie. Did I tell you the trivia I heard about that boat ride? That it, it, they didn't tell it, the actors except for uh, uh, Gene Wilder. Yeah, Gene Wilder, the one who would be performing, that. and the, their, their shocks of reaction are I genuine. Love, that movie just comes, that, that scene comes out of left field and just... But it, no it one addresses steals it. the movie. Uh, I There's think no the, earthly way of knowing. 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 Um, that is referred to as, by the nostalgia critic, as a big lift alligator, alligator moment. Wow! I know this the BLAG. This is why we're friends, man. That's good shit. I used to watch, the, I used to watch that good dude all the time. Was John Bluth All Dogs Go to Heaven? Don Bluth, yes. Don Bluth, sorry. Yep. Don Bluth, is that one and two? Yep. God damn, he made everything. Yep. Um, okay. And that, he made All Dogs Go to Heaven because he saw... I think Cannonball Run or Smoking the Bandit 2, which has the two guys, the two main characters of All Dogs Go to Heaven are like, you know. Oh, they're like parodies Don, of them. No, the, 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 voice, the voice actors are them. Don oh. DeLuise and uh, I don't Burt know. Reynolds. Oh, you serious? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Is Burt was... Reynolds the main character in that? Yeah, he's Charlie. Dude, I didn't know this shit. That's yeah, fucking that's Don awesome. DeLuise and Burt Reynolds in All, All Dogs Go to Heaven, at least the first one. That's cool. I'm not positive about the second one because that was like 20 years later. That's true. Um, it's really... But he saw their comedicness together in, like... Because they did Cannonball Run 1 and 2, and they did, uh, Smoking... He wasn't in... Dan DeLuise was not in Smoking the Bandit 1. Okay. But he was in the second one. Okay. That is really... It's so weird how this stuff is connected. Um... It is. <laughs> but, yeah, Dan DeLuise saw that and said, I would love to have them in a movie, and they, they were. I have to bring up a point that I didn't bring up in my writing of this review, which is the fact that... The family of Tweak has to have been on Earth for 30 years. Because it's been 30 years since the Atomic War. It's currently, like, 2101. So, yeah, they had to have been living on the plantation for 30 years before they were killed. Or, maybe it took 30 years, years to from the... To get from the planet to Earth. Yeah. Like, like deep space, or... Well, yeah. here's... Maybe, Put them on ice. Maybe... 
We don't know when they were captured, right? We don't. They could have been captured anywhere before 2170, which is when we know the atomic war happened. Right. So they could have been in capture that whole time, and then, like, maybe, uh, like, in space transit, going from planet to planet back or to Earth. Atomic, maybe the atomic war happened after the astronauts left Earth, and that's why they don't know about the greatest war, which is why when Tweet reads their mind, he doesn't know about the atomic wars. Well, I think that they mention in... I can go back oh, to okay. it. They mention that, like, the alien reserve was a thing, and that's where they kept escaping from. Oh, okay. So I think that they've been on the planet for a bit, um... And maybe they were in the alien, like, reserve, and they didn't get bought until after the atomic war. That's possible, That's too. That's as well. So it's really weird to try and line that up yeah, where it's it happened. To, it's difficult to come up with a timeline of how things happened. I'm going to assume that that it happened, like, during the atomic war, that they've only been on the planet for maybe a year or two kind of thing or less, and that they were just in captivity in that alien nature reserve, Atomic War happens, Nature Reserve no more, they, they have to sell off the aliens, and that's where and that's where we are now, catches up to okay. where we are. Okay. So that kind of makes more sense yeah. to me in a way. Um, I also want to mention the Killdozer and Land Raider have suffered a lot of damage on its journey, and it's nice to see the artists keeping up the continuity, especially with like the, we saw like Drudge Dread missing a glove. Missing a glove, his knee, his knee pad his is broken. His pauldrons are fucked up. Yeah, Super he, The chain cool. is broken on his bed. It's so cool. I, I really appreciate continuity. Yes. Um, Spikes tries to swindle Tweak into signing away 50% of his planet's wealth in a contract he just made. He succeeds! Since when can Spikes write a contract? Listen, Spikes is one of the night classes on this trip. He's been getting his life together. Oh my he's, god. He goes to church. He's fucking starting a soy bread starter. But now he's about to fucking die. Oh he's my starting god. a... He's gonna... He had like these plans to start a hummus company with Judge Dredd. Oh god. I... It's so bad. And it's funny, he just comes up, I got a contract, like, right here. Like, I want It should say something like, Give Spikes Harvey Rotten half planet! <laughs> That's it. Now, it, doesn't, it doesn't say anything. It's a picture of him, the planet cut in half. <laughs> it's just yeah! caveman drawings, like Charlie from fucking Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say, Charlie? Um, that's the kind of shit. It's just hieroglyphs. Yeah. Um, also, I gotta mention... Tweaks predicts the death of Spike's Harvey Rotten in Death Valley. Um, my question for you, PK, is how do you imagine it's going to happen? Spike's going to sacrifice himself to save everybody. Spike's is going to sacrifice himself to save everybody. He's going to redeem. He's been slowly on the road to redemption. Okay. This entire, this entire uh, 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 arc. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's going to be his last thing. Is he's going to redeem himself fully? By, by saving everybody. Okay. Now, we and are on part two of a 25-part epic, right? Yes. So we have three parts to go. Oh, wow. And we're done. The question for you is, we only have three parts to go, and you have predicted that Tweak is going to die, as is Judge Jack, and the Killdozer. I did predict that. Yeah. Do you want to change your prediction now? Because now, because you said Spikes was gonna live along with Judge Dread well, in the land. Oh yeah, later. now it has to change it to Spikes is also gonna die. <laughs> so it's I just... think Dread is gonna be the only soul survivor with the the tutti frutti vaccine. Okay, so it's Dread and the Land Raider make it. Any of the bikes? Any of the war droids? 
Nothing, just him and the Land Raider? That's, I'm, that's, that's my prediction, yes. Okay, so we altered it a little bit, but now we have a, now a more up-to-date prediction. Yeah. Which makes sense because now Spike's prediction. Because we saw the big episode about Spike, we saw the big episode about Tweak. Mm-hmm. Well, not the big episode about Spike, we saw a lot of Spike-centric stuff. Yeah. It's because it's bad, well, also, Tweak said Spike's gonna die, you know? Yeah, there's that, there's but that. But I just had this feeling that Tweak is also <clears throat> not gonna live. Okay, okay, that's fair. Um, this issue, our death count, we see Tweak's mate and children killed by their captor slash plantation owner, who dies when the mother retaliates against him for trying to kill her children. It's really fucking sad, and it's it pulls at all the right heartstrings. Yeah. Because um, no one likes to see... That reaction shot of Tweak is just fucking phenomenal. It's, re- it's There's really some rough. great art in this issue. There's there's spikes coming rotten. The, getting... the head, they're looking at, like, reading his brain. Yeah. That was like the previous issue, but yeah. that's still really good fucking art. Fucking amazing. Um, Brian Bolland and Mike McMahon are really giving it their all, and I, I, I appreciate how far the art has come, because it's gone a long ways if you look back. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to bring up and talk about for issue or Prog 82, Cursed Earth Part 22? I have not been this excited for the ending of a story arc in a long, long time. Yeah. And I, I cannot wait to see what's going to happen. Like, I know the eventual <laughs> outcome, but I want to see the last leg of the journey more than I want to see the outcome, which yeah. is, you know, Dread Dread gets the vaccine to Mega City 2, however many people survive Mega City 2. But the main group, I want to see what's going to happen to this group so much. <laughs> I have not felt this anticipation for a very long time. It's it's also, we've mentioned this before, the fact that we haven't spent a lot of time, in a long time, in Mega City. Like That's true. We ha- we got back for like one prog and then back, out of the Cursed Earth. Yeah. Uh, from the Looter 1, basically. So it'd be nice to go back to Mega City and see what's going on. And I can tell you, from having read ahead, the quality here is just kind of gonna keep going up man it's really nice yeah like i had said earlier this is one of the few times i remember hearing about the i hear that the quality increases as like the the risks increase too like Mm -hmm. things become more deadly and more risky yeah and the quality of the comic also increases significantly and they're they're just like there's the necropolis the city of the dead arc i I just I, i just heard the names of some of the arcs that people consider great Mm -hmm. and famous and uh, there's the, the 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 dark witches, the dark the the dark judges. Oh yeah, the dark judges. I've I, heard of that. I just I heard some of these names, and people said this is that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking for. I've heard this one called Block Mania or Block War that oh, I want to yeah. see really badly. Um, I don't know how far we are away from that. Probably really far. Yeah. But I can tell you that just from what I've read, it gets pretty interesting. Does not mean it gets any less weird or crazy. Just more more interesting. interesting. Um. And they do a better job of explaining things. Because that's been kind of a problem up to this point. So, are you ready for your big teaser for next time? <sighs> yep. Alright, steal yourself. Alright. <clears throat> next time on the Dreadful Cyberpunk cast, what is the Legion of the Damned? What? What was the Battle of Armageddon? Why is Judge Dredd running from a severed head attached to a miniature tank? What? And what is the big kiss-off? What? <laughs> Will Judge Dredd make it to Mega City 2 in time to deliver the Tutti Fruity vaccine? Maybe we'll find out in the grand finale of the Cursed Earth arc. Did you say a severed head connected <laughs> to a tank? May Next time on the Dreadful Cyberpunk cast, my name is Andy. <laughs> I'm, I'm PK. And this has been a dreadful recording coming to you from the, the distant, distant present. present. Look at that shit. That was awesome.